Hello and welcome everybody. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight we have... Megan Planks Ride Landier, the um, yep. Elegant Cleric. Yeah. I'm Andrew. I'm playing Grizz, the Dwarven Kensai Monk. I'm Pixie. I'm playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer with a splash of Bard. Hey y'all, I'm Mars, I'm playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Widow Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. Alright, this is Disasters in Danger, it is our D&D 5e high fantasy game. We were out last week, we've been fighting some illnesses, but we are very, very excited to be here with you guys once again. Uh, real quick, let's run through some announcements. Uh, Meg, you want to tell us about Norse Foundry? However, Cody, Norse Foundry is a purveyor of fine dice and dice boxes. They work with Overwood Academy, as I grab for my things. Um, dice boxes, like these, these fun little books and all that. They have metal dice, they have gemstone dice, they have bone dice, tungsten dice. Absolutely beautiful pieces um, for friends and family. And if you use our promo code... R-E-P-R-P-G, you get 15% off of your order, which is no small dice. So head over to NorseFoundry.com, use our promo code, and uh, get yourself some dice. Fantastic. I said so. Do the thing. It's Uh, my birthday month. You have to do it. So there. There you go. That is it. Um, Andrew, tell us about Easy to Spell. What are you guys up to? Uh, currently, um, half of our cast is having children, so oh. we're not doing much. So actively, uh, like in the moment. Oh, God. Uh, no, Mike. I, I, I kid, he, I kid. He had Thank his... Thank you for being here instead of at their bedsides while they are giving birth. We appreciate yeah, the sacrifice. I would never want to be there for that. <laughs> um, no, one of our cast had his first kid just last uh, beginning of last week, so we're really happy for him. But because of the distraction and mm-hmm. more important responsibilities that D and D entail from that. Uh, we are. Did you say that, right. They they're holding what? up a sign of my children are more important. It's fine. He is just off camera. <laughs> he flew 2,400 miles to make sure that I said the right thing on camera. Um, yeah, but we're taking a, a break. We're coming back with season two, which I'm really excited. It's going to take place in the mega city of avarice, a very, cyberpunk inspired campaign that I've been working on setting up and I'm really excited to go. We're going Arcanopunk. So nice. magic is tech. It, working with the cast to put together new characters and stuff. Really excited for it. Whenever we have our actual premiere date for that, I will will absolutely be announcing it here on, on all of our socials and everything. So check us out on easy to spell with two L's because it's easy to spell and we did it wrong anyway. Sounds good. Uh, Chaos Pixie Magic, what have you got going on? Nothing. Okay, got it. I'm just here. You're just here. I'm not feeling well tonight, so if I space out a little bit or seem... I I added down my own stream tonight. You can find me doing Cozy Variety streaming on my own channel at Chaos Pixie Magic. But I had to down that today. I am only here because I love all of you. I would still be in bed with no face on if we were not doing disasters tonight but i love all of you enough that i was like no i'm gonna grab but if i'm just kind of mellow tonight that is why all right and uh over at lance orlando uh what have you guys got 
So we are back in training season currently going on. Uh, if you want to come out and try to do cool stuff that, you know, our characters do here, like swing swords, axes, we haven't quite figured out the magic part yet. It is still a work in progress. Uh, but everything else that your D&D characters do, we can probably teach you. Uh, that is for Orlando locals here at Cypress, Cypress Grove Park on Sundays, 10 a.m. towards the back of the park. And you can find us there. Definitely bring your own water. We are mask required, gloves required. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Mars, I believe you had a friend who is doing some gains. Tell us about that. Oh, yes. Old friend of mine and one of the first DMs I remember playing with. He started up his own little Twitch channel just having fun and honestly just trying to get a good message out. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to drop the link in the Twitch chat right now. I already did it, my dude. I already did it. Pay attention. (laughs) I'm I'm doing my mod jobs. You're good. My my, my Twitch is slow. I'm sorry. So, But yes, no, roleplay gains. Like I said, he's an old friend of mine. He is awesome. And especially if you start getting channel points, you can start just while he's having fun playing a game. And if he's right about to get to a save point, nah, do five squats. And he will stop and do five squats. Very cool. Whether he forgets forgets to get to the save point, that's where the fun starts. Ah, there it is. All right. Well, we will keep that in mind. Uh, last but not least, definitely give us a shout out over at Meg Up for doing our fantastic uh, Norse Foundry announcement. And you've been doing a bunch of Elder Scrolls online? Scrolls and tech updates. Tech updates. <laughs> everything decided to crash at my house, so we are now jerry-rigging everything to make it a little bit more streamlined. Um, so I did a, a little bit of game today. Testing out a different microphone setup and different setup in general. So it is a complete work in progress, and I'm Ooh. very excited. Last week, your yes. stu- yeah, earlier in the week, your stuff was looking good. You got your camera and your chat running during ESO. Yep. And then, and then that my all- headset just went. All went away. Oof. And all right. My Yeti mic has decided also, like, everything from 10 years ago is like, we don't want to be here anymore. And I hey, feel Maggie, you. I understand. Uh, you mentioned it was your birthday month coming up. Did you yes. happen to make an Amazon wish list for that? I am still working on it. Okay. You're going to post it in self-promo when you're done so I don't bully you to death? Yeah, I, I just don't I'll know how they come, work. I'll come I'm, fight you. <laughs> I'm very old, everybody. This is such an old birthday. I'm fine. I'm trying to figure out how technology works. <laughs> depends. Send me depends and a walker. Or tennis balls for my walker. I already have. Don't judge. I have a shower chair in my shower and have for four years because of oh, my... No, seriously, where'd you get it? Walgreens. No way. No, they're the best. Can we talk about this after? Because yes, I'm okay. 32 and I proudly have one. <laughs> Poor Cody's like, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> yep. All right, here we go. Is it necessary? Unfortunately, at times. Uh, let's hey, dive hey. into tonight's adventure, shall we? Our adventure takes place for now in the Feywild. Our heroes, the Archivists, have traveled here upon discovering that a ancient um, an ancient race of humanoids once allied with the fey and celestials to drive back the horrors of the outer realms has returned bringing their curse of undeath and a uh, 
supercharged sort of mummifying rot, the entirety of the Feywild has begun to threaten not only this plane of extreme magical vibrance, but has buried it beneath a ocean of sand and ash. Our heroes have traveled to the city of the Autumn Stars, and by uh, sneaking past a group of priests and their mummy um, servants, they have found the original bandages that were used to bind away the uh, ancient pharaohs uh, who once did this deal. Those pharaohs have uh, amalgamated, amalgamated, something, word themselves into a single terrifying visage of undeath who is, in this moment, without his heart, unstoppable. Or four hearts. We don't know. There's a lot of heart talk happening. There were four people, so... One giant heart? You want just one giant heart? Alright, we'll see. We'll see if you get one giant heart. That's probably four small hearts. Okay. <laughs> and here I am wondering how much hot sauce we're going to have to shove down to give us a heartburn. <sighs> That's a lot, right? Um, I mean, can we just tape the hearts together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just gonna we're just gonna tape them all up, tape them up the hearts. Um, you all. Uh, when last we left off, you guys had just finished. Um, Saride had committed to uh, acquiring the original bandages of the bandages of the pharaohs, uh, capable of curing the uh, persistent mummy rot that is uh, far more dangerous than a traditional mummy rot, which is in and of itself a, a deadly curse. Um, because it's been a bit, I'm not going to make you guys fight your way out of the city of the autumn stars. Um, you guys can, uh, utilize a teleporter, a, um, teleportation circle to travel to any of the other cities on the plane of the Feywild. Where, would you guys like to go? Can we grab our drunken satyr first? Oh, he's 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 back on the other side, and his and friend. Still his friend that's here. There's his. Still. So so it's so gonna, he's gonna be okay. They're gonna write a song about him. It's gonna become a big hit. Yeah. What do we do with the drunken satyr? Break it, buddy. We peaked. Sorry. You know That's what? That's my one contribution tonight. God, I didn't even see that coming, and that was so slow-pitched. Nope. Oh, man. 
Thank you. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> you should be. That was gold. Oh, Tony's man. been taking stand-up classes, and I've been picking up on some of the tips. Um, well, I mean, so, the via osmosis. The yeah. last tip we had was uh, know when to end, and I, I don't think we're going to do better than that. So at this <laughs> point, well, we're, all right, that's it. Game's over, guys. Yeah, I wasn't feeling good. That was my plan was yeah. just end the stream on a gold. Um, gold medal and then quit the skating career. There and it like, is. You get the one and yep. then you're done. Yep, yep, yep. It was D&D and we... It was advanced. advanced. Yeah, we won. Um, negative. So, it it is up to you guys. How do you... What do you want to prioritize? Because last, last time you guys played, finding... Um, all right. I had written names down for a minute, and now I've forgotten these. Finding that person, their Aladrin friend. Who was it? Delia. Delia. Delia, yes. Uh, finding Delia is going to be its own adventure. Not adventure, but probably part of a night, right? Um, they're in the city somewhere, so if you guys want to have that fight and get back to the Seder and take them with you, you can. Um, I'm not going to drag out the, the process. I mean, you they're looking for you. You're looking for them. But you just kind of, you're going to, we'll do it uh, Blades in the Dark style. I'll make an engagement roll and be like, it's a good start. It's a bad start. like Or neutral start. It's kind of all I can think of. Um, if you want to do that, or if you are uh, playing for the, for the greater good, uh, that is up to you guys. It is so you tell me. Take a moment, talk amongst yourselves. I mean, not amongst yourselves. There's we're going to be on the internet, so they're all going to see too. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, chat it out. See what you guys want to do. Ah, but I've told you, you can't just lean in like that. No one's cutting away. <laughs> Say real words. I do have one small question for you, Cody. Yes. The bandages, is it like an instant thing that gets rid of the mummy rod or we have to kind of wear them for a little bit or? So the, um, the bandit, if you attempt to utilize the bandages as a magic item by themselves, you have to wear them. However, you can utilize them as a spell casting focus for a casting of remove curse or greater restoration. And they will essentially supercharge the spell. Get rid of the mummy rot. Yes, and cu- and cure the mummy rot completely. Okay. It 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 cures the mummy rot, and it will make you immune to the um to the greater effects of the mummy rot, but not mummy rot in general. So you will be able to get mummy rot again, but then you won't need the bandages for future castings of it. Does that make sense? Yes. Great. Is this a mummy rot vaccine? Yeah, sure. You can still get the flu after you get your flu shot. It's not as bad. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm on board. Yeah, that's, I'm on board, man. That's fine with me. Yeah. This is not... Uh, we're good. Well, it wasn't... I, I really, Yeah, I mean, as as describing it, and you're like, is that what this is? It's like, actually, yes. That is exactly yeah, what that is. This was not meant to... get vaccinated, kids. It is. It's important. Go, do. Was not intending to be an allegory, but you know what? It is. 
Don't, yeah. don't die from mummy rot. Get vaccinated. That being said, so did we want to try to go back for our leader, or we think he's okay and we should head to the winter court? Well, it's not our satyr that I'm worried about. It's the person that's still trapped in the city. Yeah. Because it was his friend. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm fine either way. I just wanted to make sure that we did account for the fact that we'd be leaving somebody here. Now, at least from what that drunken satyr was saying, uh, that Delia, they know where this place is. So they might be able to find find out where they get them bandages eventually, yeah? They wouldn't get these bandages, they get the other ones. There will be no more bandages. There won't get any bandages. The 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 bandages, uh the ones you have are the only ones. If you take the ones because the ones we have are the only are the only ones there are. Actually, Aren't I have an idea. idea. Weird voices in the Feywild. Yeah. Speaking of weird voices, like that. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's an echo. It's a little thing we have here in the Feywild. Parlor trick, don't worry. Speaking of weird voices here in the Feywild, I have something that I haven't used in a while that it might be a good time to use it. The stupid cone I got three siblings for. Yeah, look at that. What does, what does the cone do? Uh, you put it on and other parts of yourselves, other realities of yourselves give you advice. It's weird. All right. Um. And she pulls out a cone that essentially to her, she's like, it's kind of like the cone of shame kind of thing. How are we all, can I just ask, how are we doing like health wise? Is everyone all right? Yeah, no, you kept me pretty good after that last mess. So y'all Feeling are okay? Feeling well, fine. On a scale of 1 to 81, I'm at about a 66. Or Oddly specific scale for either Torath, but... I, 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 An elf thing. Yeah, I've had to learn to kind of be a little more specific with certain things. Uh, yeah, it, it gets tricky. When your math I'm sorry, system... I can feel my legs. I'm doing fine. When your math system is based on 86 instead of 10. Um... Well, all right. Well, so Treasure, what do you mean about what do you? What's your idea about that cone? Like, just, just... Go, one of us go ahead and put it on and uh, see if the other sides of ourselves that are doing this right now maybe have some advice of they did this thing and it went poorly, so don't do it, or they did that thing and it went well, so do that. You want to try? Any of us can try. Give me that, and Fable will grab it. Um, uh, Give me a moment, and she'll step sort of away from the group a little bit before she puts it. Oh, God. If you had had put it on Grizz, Treasure could have rung him like the same bell. Oh, no. Oh, no. I appreciate how that would have looked. I've got no desire to talk to other versions of me. Yeah. You just need Clever Stitch to come back, and then... You know, that kind of reminds me. Um, if we do that, I'm going to need some Sovereign Glue. No. No, you're not. All right. Eric, uh, like so, yeah. 
And while she's doing that, though, I'm keeping an eye. I just want to do like a perception. I'm standing watch. Essentially, I'm not watching her. Just right. like uh, you guys. Why have stepped, not? I'm pretty. You guys have stepped out of the obsidian, the hallway of of obsidian mirrors. You have ridden your your elevator back up um, to my what I thought was a pretty clever uh, uncharted puzzle there from from two weeks ago so i do appreciate that yeah it was dope but i am a dope so no you guys did a great job no everybody everybody did a great job um and you are back in the main chamber is what i am trying to to get to there um yes what would you like to do Putting on the thing. Okay. Put on... I'd like to make a collect call, please. Okay. Um... Me? <laughs> yes, I'll accept the charges. What, um... Let's see. Make me a... Make me a spellcasting check. Just in general? Yeah. Roll a roll a d20. You are a charisma caster. I am. Add your charisma to it. Okay. Dirty 20. Nice. Okay. Um, what would you like... to ask who are you what are you um attempting to find out and it it is actually what you ask so just to peel back the curtain a little bit i'm essentially going to let you cast commune or uh legend lore those are both fifth level spells um but it is you are communing essentially with your alternate selves mm-hmm um, so the answers you are getting or the information feedback you are getting is from them. Uh, so you can ask up to three questions. Um, they'll give you, um, doing a little more than just the yes or a no, because it's going to come in kind of yeah. convoluted styles. Right. Um, so yeah. And our choices right now are go back and find the other the, the the leftover people or Julia. yeah or go straight to the winter court correct yes all right um hello fable it's fable i I'm not sure how this is supposed to work exactly there were a lot of weird things in the circus this was never one of them might have done well if there had been that's not the point Point is, as many questions as I have for me, you, us, right now, ourselves, right now, um, kind of in a bit of a mess in the fee world. And I was just wondering if you knew anything about what you did if you were here and about to go to the Winter Court. If you don't want us to make the wrong choice and get everyone killed. That's not anything any of us need. 
Hugh can respond to this message. Uh, so, so because I wasn't super clear on what the actual question was. Question uh, is because I, I. What what is gonna not get us killed is what it sounded like. Yeah, sure. Actually, yes, that's fine. Which what is gonna not get us killed? I mean, that's not a yes or no question, but but I'm. You didn't say there had to be yes or no questions. I'm rolling with it. That's what I'm saying. Apologies, because I can ask a yes or no question. That was not made clear. Yeah, uh, that is how commune works. But I, like I, I said, I've never, is... I've never had access to that spell. I didn't know. So, um, should we? So then, I will, I will, I will just narrow it down to: Should our group go straight into the Winter Court? Yes or no? Without a detour? Yes or no? Um, you begin to hear the echoes of your question rattle um, back and forth in the echoes of the cone. And as you do, you hear that same question posed back towards you in a somewhat frustrating fashion. But you notice that the court is different as the intonations of your voice bounce around um that others of your other yous are in the same moment in the same place at the same time seeking a similar bit of advice but in their realities other courts are the final uh standing court and there is a devastating um a devastating sort of overpowering voice that um, that rings out above the others uh, that there is no safe place that remains that all that can be done now I don't know what you're talking about whether we're supposed to go to some court there's no courts that remain perhaps just the one in the shadows and there um, when everything is dead maybe we can bury the sand under the sadness that it has but the magics required to heal this land have long since been choked out of it And then, from the other side, you hear. So that, take that as your worst case scenario. Every bit of soul that remains living here in the Feywild is a spark of this place. If we're going to restore it, it's going to take every single one of them. Sacrifice something that seems so very small and insignificant. I mean... It... I can't guarantee you survive. But... Just a little more life to help bring water back to this desert. It's worth it. There is no clear-cut answer. 
uh, for this for this spell to give you. Um, it doesn't give you fo foresight necessarily because the people you're talking to are people that are in your situation. Um, losing the last court, very dangerous. Um, is Delia by themselves extremely important? No. But you are... Can you live with yourself if you leave another one behind? If the line's still open, whatever that means. To everyone who stayed and fought, to all of me who stayed, I hope it's gone okay. And for all those of me that ran, we're not going to again. All right. And she'll sign off with like a have a safe show kind of greeting that was passed around in the circus when they were all about to do something really dangerous when it was a first time trying a new trick or a first time doing something particularly dangerous and and uh a sort of um it's only blood I, you what it's, <laughs> it's only, only blood. blood yeah something along those lines um and uh yeah chill Take off the collar. How fast can we get to Delia? Well, if we have an idea of what direction to run in, probably start scouting ahead, see if maybe we could find something of them or more of them mummy bastards. And. I so I don't fuck. Hold, please, y'all. Yeah, I'm sorry. Looking <laughs> something up. And Treasure's gonna take the cone and look at Fable. Are you okay? No. Yeah, it does that. Yeah. So. <clears> hmm. <throat> I've got no magical means, but I can try to track her in the city. Well, I'm trying to see um, if I can. We've have we? I apologize. Um, Brand is fuzzy. We've met this person, right? This is no. or the the say. Okay, so we don't know enough about them well, to do any we, kind of life scrying. We saw them. That she was oh, one of the people in the camp. Great. Yeah, just making sure. Um, so, like, I could scry. So can I. Um, I would rather not. I'm trying to I see can. if I have anything that's ritual. I can scry. Um, I can scry and it won't burn a spell slot. Seriously? The, li the library thing. I'm. I have. Oh. I have several of those spells. Uh, those spells left over. The ability to cast any fifth level spell. 
You're going to need those to teleport places. I have four left. Uh, Save it. Let me see if there's something. I would rather us be able to get out. No, that's Um, that's fine. I'm just letting you know. No, no, no. Um, Fable, question. Treasure, answer. I have not given you a spell slot back yet this today, have I? Have we had? I haven't been here in like three weeks. I feel like we've had a long rest of that amount of time. We have not, so I can give you one spell slot back. Well, I was an idiot, and I said I had taken a long rest, so I'm dumb. Hold on. You're not dumb. You're lovely. You only used cantrips. The the. I used a couple of real spells too. I'm making sure I collect them off my list. Okay. Because I used, I did mostly use cantrips, but I also used a chromatic orb. They once yes. or twice. Yeah, we fought big, big you guys. Used a couple of chromatic orbs. Yeah, that's right. I'm aware. I w- I I thought we were going to try to rest after, so I did not. You took a short rest gonna... after, but you didn't not, have yeah. the chance to long rest. All right. Well, then my current hit points are seventy. They were at seventy three when I started today, and then I hit the long rest, so I remember that. Okay. Um, I have crossed off some stuff. Uh, save them. I will, um, I'll let you know if I need them. Okay. I have a thought. Okay. Hey, uh, treasure, you still got the titty map that the satyr drew? She holds up the titty map. (laughs) It is there. It is a city drawn by a drunken satyr. So... From talking to him about what they were being forced to do, like him and Daly were being forced to do, mm-hmm. and knowing that they were trying to steer all the mummies away from here as much as possible, mm-hmm. would it be possible or to maybe use the map to try to figure out like some kind of logical progression of where Delia might be leading them next? Yeah, you guys have spent some you you've at least traveled through the city. You've seen and heard their activity and them looking for people. I, you are not going to have a hard time locating the group. Um or locating Delia. All right. And the map would at least tell us what kind of corners to turn around or what the basic layout is. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, Grizz is your nose as good as Benedict's? Nose, not so much, but been tracking a while. I'll give it a shot. What say you? We there kick you. out a little bit ahead and see if we can try to find something. Do we can. I guess, yeah. We'll scout and see if we can't track down Delia for the group. Okay. Uh, if the two of you... Uh, if you would both make me stealth checks. Six. Wow, the dice roller was violent. Like, the dice were laying on top of each other, and then one of them just, like, kicked the other across the screen. That's a 24. Okay. Um... Now, if you would both make me survival checks. Uh, what's your survival lack, Riz? Uh, plus five. Okay. A 19. 28. Okay. 
And last but not least, perception checks. Twenty-eight. Same. Nice. All right. Okay, so uh, you guys succeeded a total of four times. I'm going to roll 4d6, just a good old-fashioned uh, engagement roll from Blades in the Dark, because learning new systems gives me new tools to do things as a DM. Uh, five is the best that you guys did. So you absolutely do find her. Um, you get to decide what the terrain is, but after you decide what the terrain is, I get to add a monster. And you got it's a deadly encounter. Delia is there. Your base encounter is going to be you have found them. She is with two Fomorians and three of those priests. No mummies. Um but when after you you tell me what the scene looks like. You found her exactly almost exactly where you want her. But there's somebody you did not see. There's a mystery. There's a there's a DM Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Yep. Sickly child. <gasps> That's right. The ever dangerous sickly child. Yes, a plague child who will bite us and kill us. Plague child? You there, plague child? So I have a, a train idea. Great. Nobody correct me on this, but I think if we can find, uh, if we find them in a kind of narrow part of the roadway. Okay. With building with buildings on each side so there's only two directions to yeah. go and people can be on the roof like fired out if they need to cool absolutely magic and whatnot yeah that's my my pitch where to fight counts for a lot yeah i kind of like that just force them to a funnel yeah yeah okay catch them in a good bottleneck okay yeah absolutely some, some place that they can be fireballed okay cool yeah. Hello, you're singing the song of my people? I am. I'm ready. If only we knew someone who had Fireball. If only we knew somebody who fucking wrecked with Fireball. Yeah. Oh, we have wait. An explosive ass sorceress. Sorry, we are really unstable in. emotionally and magically speaking right now. Sorceress on, on hand. Yes. Wait, child. Still in tears over her phone call with herself. Um, But she's not ready to talk about it. She just wants to set some stuff on fire. Maple is the drunk girl in a bathroom, right? <laughs> She'll fight for you hard. She doesn't want to talk about it. She wants everyone to know that he's a dick, but I don't want to talk about why. And oh my god, her shoes like, are Do you so need me good. to break something? Do you need me to help break somebody's car? I'll do it. Let's fucking go. You guys, bitches. I love you all. No, saved it. Okay. That's my new character, by the way. When Fable dies in the Feywild, I need you all to know that I'm bringing in Valley Girl. No, we can uh, never let Fable die. We already we already could never let Fable die. <laughs> Sorry, Saride. Protecting Fable is now Grizz's number one priority. <laughs> so that that character doesn't show. That's my safety net. Is plan I've someone more the future. obnoxious? Like, I know what's I, coming. Trust me, it's very important. Bio She's Save the sorceress. Save the world. Well, I've already killed off my backup character, so I got to think of a new one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cody killed off your backup character in a storyline. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's gonna be it's all quiet. <laughs> Alright, so you'll notice I'm sitting here quietly. <laughs> so here's alright, so here's a thought that I had. So we know they're kind of stuck between that little narrow narrow hallway thing. 
Fable just unloading whatever fire hell she can just spit out at him. Yeah. To, to be clear, they are near there. You're going to lure them in there. It is going to work. But you have the plan. Gotcha. Um, just for verisimilitude, I am letting you know. They're not like waiting in the in the in the alley for you. Well, we're right, just right. gonna hang out here for a while. See what see what comes along. But please continue. Yeah, because my thought was, where would Delia be? Is it somewhere that we can just kind of grab her, throw over the shoulder, and just Wally Coyote run away, or do we need to like get Sarite in there to dimension door her out? Dimension door is seeming like the more necessary. Um, step just from what you have seen um it it looks like that is more likely is there a way so because part of what i'm thinking is if we can distract them so i kind of lure their attention one way then so i can just dimension door delia out of there and then they follow us back into, essentially, the oven. We kind of have a natural distraction as part of the group. And Grizz just kind of looks over at Treasure. I was going to start looking at Treasure also. So, um, are you guys with us, or have you moved on ahead? Uh, they've returned. They have scouted uh, and have I returned. no longer have to mention door. I do. I'm also... Oh. Um, Remarkably low on spell slots, so I'm I'm fine because I did I did do a shit ton of cantrips for that entire last fight because you know well, what you have really well on mummies firebolts. Yeah, you have <laughs> cantrips that do shit. I I don't. So I just want to like say that um, no, Peter Griffining out to the conversation again is important to share. All right, so a uh, slight edit to the plan. We're just going to replace Sarad's name with Fable here, and okay. But yeah, I would very much like to pull Luke Skywalker and just pop in with "Hi, we're here to rescue you." Like I just wanna just you don't know me. Let's go. <laughs> Which would mean it's up to Treasure and, and I to keep him in the alley. Is that why you two are looking at me like that? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you are a massive golden brick shit house of a beefling. Yeah. I mean, if all we need is distraction, I could just take my bra off and swing it around, and I mean, I'll get attention. Just go prancing full naked in the desert. That feels safe. So my thought is, we have treasure at one end. When they come in the alley, they see her distraction. Once they're in, she and I form... Distraction. She, She and I form bookends. I can drop them behind them, and our job will be to keep them in the alley fable if you can get delia out and then uh wreak havoc on them while they're trapped there how could i've been looking to wreak some havoc since about 10 minutes ago right so let's go point that uh unbridled aggression at some dumbasses that don't even know they're about to be re-dead it's good to hit something that you don't feel bad about after Okay, so the alley that you all have picked is about 100 feet long. It's about 15 feet wide. Um, they begin 
at the opening in the mouth where Delia is sort of leading them around. Um, the noise and, and distraction is enough to bring them to uh, deep within. They are pushing Delia ahead of them uh, so that, one, for their own safety, uh, she is being pushed by one of the Fomorians up front. Uh, two of the priests are in the middle. Three, The three priests are in the middle, Fomorian in the back. They're spread out about 10 feet apart from each other. Um, one of the priests looks different. Difficult to tell without being up close with them, but you understand that these priests go through a variety of living and or dead states. So they appear to somehow uh, already have, have experienced something along those lines. Um, there is... We are going to, for simplicity's sake, say the dead end of the alley is at the southern end. Um, the exit is at the north. So, who is... On the, are, is anyone on a building on the east? The, the buildings are two stories, so they're about 20 feet up. Okay, maybe 25, just, out, just outside of the edges of a fireball. All right, so Tauroth is on the, on the edge of the building to the east. Uh, anyone on a building on the west? Grizz. Okay. Be closer to the northern side, though, ready to jump in. Understood. Drop in behind everyone. Absolutely. Um, and something that I would want to add to the plan is if I can drop a fairy fire on the three priests, that would make it a little easier to start just burning them down. So he, we are going to have to flip for initiative um, because the distraction that draws them into the alley puts them on high alert so if you if you outdraw them they you will um they will be surprised looks like a lot of you are on kings uh the priest can't have a two or a three so is anybody below a seven okay so you guys are up um i need to know where everybody else is though Right now, I have Tauroth on uh, on the building on the east. Uh, in that hundred feet, how? Where do you want to be? Zero is the dead end at the bottom. A hundred is the exit. Realistically, I would see where everyone else is, and I would just kind of stay in the middle. Okay, let's put you at fifty for now, and then we can adjust a little bit. Um, Treasure, where are you? Are you just going to be blocking the, the exit at 100 on the I ground? I think that's what Talroth would want me to do, and I'm going to follow his plan. Okay. So so we can put you there. Um, Saride and Fable. Fable, you were needed to get to Delia. I need She's... to get in. Yes, I need to get into the alley. Um, also, I realized I don't actually have Dimension Door. I have other things that can get us out, but it's not going to be quiet. So I'd like to get in quietly. I'll get okay. out loudly. But okay. I need to get in quietly. Yeah, so so the, 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 the groundwork you have laid, you can be um, 
they will not have seen you until your turn at this point. Perfect. So where, awesome. so you want to be in the alley at, we'll say that they're, do you want to ambush them when they're halfway in or do you want them to, to try to draw them further? Probably not going to get them further than like 70 I'd like feet to get halfway, halfway if possible. Okay. Um, um, also cause your guard is slightly more down when you're, when you think that you're safely ensconced in something. Um, okay. I just like to assassin's creed off a roof halfway down and just okay. jump on top of her sure. and wrap her in arms. Okay. Um, and Saride. You don't. Think, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think they. I think the current idea was for you to be on one of the roofs because your magic has some range, range to it. It, it. I mean, sixty feet. So which is which is. I need to be within sixty feet of everybody. So whatever's going to keep me there. Uh, not quite. You can't quite be within everybody, but it is up to you, east or west. Who do you think you're going to need to be uh, healing more? I guess the question is Grizz or Tauroth. Grizz, in theory, Tauroth can uncanny dodge and evade, in theory. Okay. Um, you, you'll you be able to get within 60 feet of him. It's not, like, it's not impossible. He's not completely on his own. It's just one okay. is going to be slightly closer to you than the other. Okay. Then before we get started, um, yes. like on our way out, I'm going to just uh, really quickly... Yeah, let's just do that. Um, have we all taken damage at some point? I'm just going to mass healing word. Okay. Everybody before we get started. Okay. And that's my last fourth. Oh, shitty. Nine points of healing, though. That's plenty for me. So. Okay. Okay, bye. I am back to full. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty close. I'm, that's actually very helpful. Yeah. I'm here. I'm really close. But we're edging, and now we're going to... There go you go. Save Delia. All right. What uh, was the Seder friend's name, by the way? Wixit. Wixit? Thank you. Who? Uh, so, Ace. Anybody have an Ace? King? So, Tauroth, you are up first. I know better than to try to run into the middle of that, but I would like to hold my action okay. until Fable gets Delia out of there, and I'm dropping a fairy fire okay. on the priests. So that, well, double-checking the spell real fast for size. 20-foot cube, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. So you would- can get two, but from the first to the last... No, you you can probably get three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because if I can get the three priests, cool. And that way, I'm pretty sure that will be the signal for treasure to just light them up. Okay. Sounds good. Um, uh, so, and I think, who has the better decks between treasure and fable? Uh, Fable. I think Fable. Let's... I want to say I do, yeah. Yeah, go for it, um, Fable. Also, I assume people are going to be trying to hold actions for me anyway, so I will go. Okay. I would like to drop down into the midst of them. Okay. 
Uh, it's a 20-foot fall, so I need you to make an acrobatics check not that's to fine. fall. That's fine. I'm willing to... That's prone. worth it to not burn the spell slot. That's fine. Okay. Acrobatics is good for me. Hell yeah, 18. Yeah, you land on your feet. You are going to take some fall damage. It's fine. Um... Sarai just healed me. I'm good. Yeah, four <laughs> points of fall damage. That's fine. You jump down, not in the middle of... Oh, do you want to be in the middle of them? I want to be as close to Delia as possible. Great. You jump down in the front of them. You are right next to uh, one of the Fomorians who is sort of pushing Delia, Delia with uh, at arm's great. length. Right. So you're, you're within to... melee of that. Great. I'm going to grab her by the wrist. Wixit sent us to rescue you because I need her to be willing before I can bring her with me. Wix it. Yeah. Let's you... go. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's all I needed. And I will cast Thunderstep. Okay. Sounds because Thunderstep, she has to be willing for me to take her with me. Otherwise, it's just going to get real, real rough. Um, otherwise, I have to make her be an object, and that's a whole thing. No, no, um, no. She, she seems... Great. Amazing. She's... So I will be able to teleport us... N- 90 feet away. I would like to take us if they're if they are heading they're heading like eastward down the path or north they, they're heading direction. they're heading south. Yes, what okay, south. So then I would like to 90 feet behind them to the north. To the to the north where they came from basically. I would like to okay. teleport behind them, not in front of them. Got I'd it. like them to scramble and wonder where I went for a hot second. Okay. And I need all of them to make a constitution save. Please. Uh, how many people within how many feet of you? Within 10 feet. So just the Fomorian. That's fine. Yep. Which is okay. Uh, we're making the constitution saving throw. 15 Uh, is the... Seven, but he is a giant with plus five, which is not enough. So he fails. Still not enough. All right, great. Amazing. Ah! Um, oh, that is so good. All right. Um, that is going to be 16 thunder damage. Okay. Um, I have gotten us out 90 feet back. Um, how much, how much space is there in, um, are we out of the, like the, the bottleneck alley or are we You are, yeah, you are, you are 40 feet outside the bottleneck alley. You jumped down when they were halfway in. Amazing. You're almost across the street to the other side. That's fantastic. So that was, that was movement and that I've yeeted myself and (laughs) it was, it was action, action. I am going to bonus action, use uh, metamagic quicken to make something a bonus spell instead. Um, what level was Thunderstep? Thunderstep was a f- third level, so I can still do up to a second level. Um, and I am going to... Uh, how many? You said there are three Fomorians? Two Fomorians, three priests. Two Fomorians, three priests. Got it. Cool. Um... <laughs> Somebody said it, and no one else is in the alley yet. I'm going to cast a fucking fireball. Because it's through a wand, so it doesn't actually count. Okay. Oh, no. It, Never mind. No, yeah. I'm not going to... I, I, uh, I, un, I unattuned that. So I'm not going to cast a fireball. I'm going to uh, be smarter than that, because that's not a spell I currently have. I'm going to... That's a lie. I'm going to do nothing. I apologize for stand here and protect her. Okay. I'll go crazy next round. Sounds good. Uh, Your held action, Tauroth. They need to make a a deck save or 
any attack roll against them has advantage. All and right. they can't go invisible. Good to know. Deck saves coming in for the three priests. Uh, ten, six, and six. So those are all going to fail. Yeah, because uh, they, they, they're they, they failed. They yeah. failed my spell save. It's a twelve. Oh Did a twelve succeed? A fifteen. Okay, so no. But, so they failed. Wow, that sorry. It's it's just I'm in shock that ta- one of Talrod's spells actually worked. Hey, look at that. It's a good day for everybody. What gods are still left in the Feywild that are smiling on you? <sighs> Is it us? Are we them? Somewhere across We're the realms. We're golden gods. The, somewhere across the realms of the land of Pathfinder, there's a guy named Caden. Just. Sounds good. Um, okay. Af- yep, yep. Uh, that was it. And so they are lit up. Um, treasure. Okay, so I'm blocking the exit to the alley. Uh, let's first Rajay. In that, let's go ahead and roll that D8 for the wild magic search. What have we got today? Yes. Rajay. We have a seven. So once again, a hurricane of hakarandas. (laughs) Cacti flowers. All of the, all of the, just like. We're going to repopulate the Feywild with wild magic surges. It's just... Jesus. Uh, so that is um, difficult terrain for 15 feet around me. Nice. Okay. Um, how close are they to me? Uh, 50 feet. You were at the end. They were in the middle. So I'll actually give you 40 feet because they're the middle of them is in the middle. Okay, so 40 feet is what I got for movement. You're good. You can get to the Fomorian. Uh, let's go ahead and try whacking the Fomorian. Okay. Uh, reckless, of course. All right. Uh, let's see. The lower one is going to be... The lower one's a 19. Uh, yes, both are going to hit. Okay. And no crit. And let me do the second one. Uh, the lower one is also a 19, so both will hit, but no crit. Sounds good. A fire damage does not matter for them does specifically, Does not right? matter for the Fomorians. Doesn't matter for the priest either. Uh, okay. Nothing you are fighting right now, actually, uh, fire damage matters. So. Okay, so for the first hit, 15. 15 plus 11. 26. And the second hit, 20 plus 11. 31. Total of 57. Nicely done. Two big hits as Treasure comes raging in with the blood burner. Anything else, Treasure? I think that's all of your stuff. Yes, that is all of my stuff, but now if they want to try to move around me or past me, they're going to go through difficult terrain. Sounds good. Uh, after a king, uh, queen, jack, ten, nine. It's a ride. Will sacred... No. Yeah, I will sacred flame one of the priests. Okay. One of the mummies. 
Um, um, so, so, there, so there's two Fomorians, the gi- ugly giant people. There are okay. three priests. That's it right now. No, no mummies in on this one. I'm gonna take a priest. Um, okay. So I need a deck save. Yeah. Um, north, south, or middle priest. Middle priest is the fancy looking priest. Ooh. Let's go fancy. Fancy priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, rolls a nine plus two for an eleven. Fails. So. Take it all, bitch. Nineteen! But I am fancy. <laughs> Are you so fancy? You already, you already know. know. I already know. Alright, uh, 19 points of holy damage? Of radiant. Yes, radiant. Radiant only, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, that's probably it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, sounds... Good. Uh, Grizz, I think you're up next. What are you on? Uh, I'm on a nine. Yeah, you are. Go for it. Grizz, being a little bit farther down, is actually going to run along the rooftop until he gets just about where Treasure's fighting the Fomorian that was in the back. Okay. He's going to jump off and do like the two-handed overhand, like Warhammer Slayer Dwarf drop attack. Yeah, absolutely. Just come down on it. Uh, first attack is a natural 20. All right. Absolutely. I'm going to burn a key point to add an extra D8 to that. Okay. Uh, are you one. using your reaction to slow your, to do the slow fall ability? Uh, is that, does it take a reaction or a bonus action? Uh, it is my reaction. Um, you don't have yeah, to. I might as well. I mean, it's up to uh, you. I, it's two D6. I might as well. I'm, Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll save my reaction because I can use that for other stuff. Okay, then I'll let you add the, the fall damage to your to the Fomorian because that okay. that is worth it. It's five points of fall damage to you, five points of fall damage to the so Fomorian. Um, oh, God. And so dope. Yeah, roll, go ahead and roll your critical damage, and then okay. or you can make your other attacks first, either way. Uh, let's do the critical damage first. All right, let's do it. Going to be... 46, 33 points of slashing damage on the first attack. Nice. Second attack as he lands and swings, just the leg is going to be a 19. Yeah, hit. To hit? Yep, 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 yep. That is nine more points of damage. Okay. And then last attack is not going to be with Retorter Backtalker. He's just going to kick, like high kick, so chest level for Grizz, which is probably kicking the Fomorian in like the high angle. <laughs> just above the knee. Listen, it's which... that's a very tender part of the of the high of the ankle, you yeah. know, it's the high angle. Yeah. Billy's heel, come on, we yeah, all know. Yeah. Aim for that one yeah, specific nerve. That is just a 14 to hit. Uh, does hit barely. 14 is the armor class of uh, the priest and the Fomorians. Okay, so that is another nine points of damage. And because I made an unarmed attack as part of my attack action, my armor class is now 21 for the next round. Nice. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, the Fomorians well past bloodied um, and is is having a rough day at the moment. 
but it is the bad guy's turns. So let's flip on over to that Fomorian who um, turns a, a massive orange bloodshot twisting eye uh, to treasure uh, because she dealt just a, a hint more damage. Um, I mean, you guys, let's see, he did 60, treasure did just, it was very close. Treasure's prettier. We're going to go with that. Uh, I need you to make a charisma saving throw, treasure. Okay. Fucking excuse me, I'm gorgeous. Uh, 19? (laughs) Who's ever seen a hairless dwarf? 19 is a success. Nicely (laughs) done. (sighs) (sighs) But Those if you, dwarven beauty standards, yo, they'll fuck you up. If you want to be pretty, I'll help. And he's got a great club. Uh, 17 plus 9, 26 to hit Is that Grizz. Me? To hit Grizz. Oh, that does hit me. Yeah, he's, he split the attacks. Evil Eye on Treasure. Um, the Bashy Bashy on the Grizz. And when you don't organize your dice tray. This is what happens. Um, so that is 13 plus 6, 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. I will now use my reaction okay. with Backtalker to strike back at him. Okay, go for it. 22. So another 14 points of slashing damage. Nice. All right. Backtalkers. That's enough out of you. Um, up next, other Fomorian on the front side who is going to run past his um, his friends. Got a speed of 30. So count this out. 10, 20, 30. He is not going to be able to get into melee. With he's, the also, he's also got a difficult terrain. I have he, difficult terrain around he, there. He hadn't hit the difficult terrain yet. But yes, okay. thank you. I was I was adding. He didn't that even make in. it to the flower patch. Yeah, uh, he will. So he will. No, he's not going to dash because he just needs somebody within sixty feet, and he is going to evil eye curse, Grizz. Uh, charisma saving throw, please. Oh yay! Twenty-one. Nicely done. Yeah, you save from the evil eye as well. Um, doo-ba-doo-ba-doo. That is the two Fomorians up next are the priests, and we will begin with our good old-fashioned normalish priests who um, are in the fairy fire. If they step out of the fire, fairy fire, does that matter to them? Let me check the wording. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and for the Fomorian, if he runs through the fairy fire area, because he would have had to. Uh, each chapter in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined. It seems that it is because it specifies the cube there. Okay. So so wall inside of it. I'll leave that to be your call because it doesn't specify if it stays or moves. Okay. Um, I'll believe with fairy fire it it sticks to them because it only targets the 
those initial targets. Yeah, the duration is one minute. I think. Um, oh, any creature when the spell is cast. Oh, okay, got so it. so it is. Okay. So it is not the area; it is them. Good to know. Thank you very much. So the Fomorian didn't need to roll the natural twenty on its deck save, but that is okay. Um, the priests of Unquotep cast their eyes to the sides, and they see um, one is going to utilize its necrotic bolt. Uh, two of them against. Tower off. Well, I'm glad you already burned a nat 20. Yes. Uh, you do have, because of the angle, you have half cover, so add plus two to your armor class. And um, so it's going to attack you with two necrotic bolts. Uh, one is a natural one. The other one is a natural 18 plus five for a 23. 20, no, plus seven for a 25. Uh, let me see, uh, 19 for my normal AC, and then, yeah, plus two, yeah, he hits. Okay, uh, so that is going to be uh, 19 points of necrotic damage, and you cannot regain hit points until the start of the priest's next turn. The other one is going to uh, turn and lay down some cover fire on the Fomorians uh, targeting one for uh, Grizz, one for Treasure, two Necrotic Bolts. Okay. Uh, and Cody, just so you know, I rolled my con save to keep Fairy Fire up. Made it. Nicely done. Thank you so much. Um, that is a 26 for Treasure and a 10 for Grizz. So Treasure, you are going to take some necrotic damage, uh, which I don't believe you are resistant to. It's like one of the few things I'm not resistant to. Right. Uh, so that's 20 points of necrotic damage. Can't regain hit points. And then the fancy priest is going to uh, turn and look towards Saride, who um, who shot him. And is uh, he whistles, and it sounds like sand rushing over the the desert and uh, down from the stalactites of the ceiling comes falling this sand-like bat uh, creature uh, that um, is shadowy and black. Uh, it's like a, a, a black sand monster of smoke uh, that is going to come swooping down past uh, Saride with its flyby and is going... Swooping is bad. Exactly. And is going to make a bite and claw attack on you as it as it goes flying past you down into the alley to pick up its, its deathly master. Um, natural 2 is going to miss, but the 23 total, I believe, does hit. Uh, so that is going to be 3d6 plus 5 of slashing damage. That is uh, 17 points of slashing damage. I just realized we need some we need some more exciting music. I'm going I'm falling asleep over here. Let's do it. This nice relaxing deadly encounter. Right? Oh. There it is. 
17 points of slashing damage D&D as... ASMR, when we, we put you to sleep with our battles, the best happy, night's rest of your lives, though. Happy little Fomorians. Yeah. Just some happy little fireball. The wave... We need to have sway on for that, right? There it is. The wave of sand. I ask about, can we gently rage? Apparently we can. <laughs> then the, it flies away? If, do I get it? No, you do not get an attack of opportunity. It has the flyby ability. Uh, it, it's black sand encompasses you. You feel the claws uh, scratch and uh, trigger down deep underneath your armor. And then it goes landing into the alley uh, where uh, its master mounts it and casts his eyes up and out. And then with a quick calculation of the distance between Grizz, Treasure, and Fable and Delia, uh, you watch as it traces in the air an emblem of a black necrotic sand energy that begins to pulse and swirl and you look down and among your feet just to the edge of where the Fomorians stand uh, a circle of death begins to pulse with necrotic energy I need uh, not Saride and not Tauroth to make a constitution saving throw DC 15. Can, I'm mad about this. My modifier is a plus eight and I still failed. Oof. I got a 13. Got a total of six. Oh, God. Total 21. Okay. So, full necrotic damage. All right. Uh, six, 12, 22, 32 points of necrotic damage, or 16 points of necrotic damage if you succeeded or failed. I will find more dramatic fight music now. Ouch. Uh, that is it for the bad guys. Uh, new round. They're on a six. Who's below a six? All right. Everybody but treasure. I will be right treasure. back. It's a couple people before my turn. Okay. Go for it. Ooh, that's the one. That's the one we want. Let's do that. Dramatic fight music. All right, who's who's up first? Saride. Um, I am going to. Is the fancy priest? He's on the ground. Uh, yeah, he's he's riding his um, sand bat. Shadow monster. Why, huh? Sure, sure. Um, is he in front of or behind Circle of Death? He, uh, um, he's about 
50 feet from the... He's like 100 feet from the center of it. Um, so, why? Like, do I have to pass through Circle of Death to get to him? Circle of Death is, is just an instant. It's like a fireball. It's a necrotic burst. That, the description uh, misrepresented it. I apologize. No, no, no. You're... Still touch, my man. Still touch. <laughs> I... I'm going to um, use my bonus action to. Is he 30 feet from me? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to use my bonus action to bamf to him. Okay. Um, he will automatically take. I think it's it's really pathetic. It's like five points or three points of fire damage. Okay. Um, the sand monster also takes that. It takes three points of fire damage. Okay. And then I'm Oh, oh, oh. Um not saying Shadow Bat, but um Priesty Priest. He's wearing like robes and shit, right? Yeah. Okay, I am going to Oh no I'm not because I don't have it. I'm just oh man. God damn it, I hate spellcasters. Um This is a journey. <laughs> I'm gonna try I I can't do this but I'm gonna try to keep him from leaving so I'm just grappling him okay yeah make an I don't know what else to do make an athletics check yes that's gonna work I mean I'm using using rule myself okay I just I don't know what else to do that's fine a 17. You grapple him. Yeah, so she just like drunk girl jumps like bams right at him and just ah! <laughs> Yeah, you you have a hold of him. Right. Um, I'm trying to keep him from taking off after Fable. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you are you are riding on uh but if the bat can turn into sand. I figure he's he's, he's the smarter one to grapple. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. After Sir Ride. Is that, was that my action? Was to grapple? Yes. That's fine. Yeah. Do you have a different action you would like to take instead? No, because if it wasn't, I was going to do something as well, but I'm good. Okay. I'm standing by my Okay. Who's next? I think it's Grizz and I on Jax. Okay. Uh... I don't know who has the better decks between you guys. I think it's both plus five, so it's really up to you. Uh, I only have a plus four. So, Tower Rock. I got a plus five. Okay, so... Well, seeing how well this is going... Uh, so, one of the Fomorians is at least being attacked by Treasure Angris. Correct. How tall is the Fomorian? Uh, Fomorians are giants. They're huge creatures, so they're... 19-ish feet tall, I want to say. Okay. So if I were to jump on top of him as part of my attack, would I have to make an acrobatics check, or would I still have to do it? Uh, yeah, I'll give you the acrobatics check to keep from falling prone, basically. Okay. Um, he is not quite big enough for you to like climb him as difficult terrain, um, but you can jump on him. All right, so I will do that and take an attack on him. Okay. 
So acrobatics check or attack first? Acrobatics first. 16. Okay, yeah, absolutely. You, you don't fall prone. Go ahead and make the attack roll. And with advantage, since he is being attacked by... Okay. Sure, I'll give you advantage for for jumping down on him. Yeah, I mean, definitely sneak attack, because he is, he is uh, being harried by many, many a foe. All right, and thank you, Elven Accuracy. So I'm going to re-roll the 13 that I got on there. Nope, I'm still going to take the uh, 16 that I rolled before, so that's a 26 to hit. That is more than enough. Go ahead and roll damage. I was just trying to fish for a crit at that point. Yeah. All right, so that is going to be a grand total of 30 damage. All right, 30 damage. Yeah, that is enough to drop the Fomorian as the blades come diving in, cutting into the flesh, uh, the large sort of uh, cancerous humps and, and deformities fall down about him as he slumps onto the ground. Anything else, Tauroth? I use the rest of my movement to get on the other side of Treasure and Grizz. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Grizz. Grizz looks at Treasure. She goes, hold the lane. Uh, and to the, because the, um, priest that Sarite is currently bear-hugging is on the other side of the group, right? Yes. So the Fomorian has dropped down. Now they're between you and Saride and is a, a, a healthy Fomorian, a normal priest, and the sand monster that they are riding. Saride and the priest are, are wrestling on top of. This okay, is a beautiful and, mental picture, by the way. Like, I just have yeah. to say... And how how far is the priest from me? Um, twenty feet, twenty five feet. Oh, perfect! Uh, Not far. Yeah, I'm going to trying to avoid attacks opportunity instead of running through the melee. Grizz is going to wall run like up along the top of the wall. Yeah, and try. We're going to try to do that same drop attack. He's just going to repeat. All right, running up. Let's do some monk shit. Down. Yeah. Um, where Medusa is just ah, uh, that's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, sure, go yeah. for it. Uh, give give me an acrobatics check um, as you go wall running. Uh, the priest uh, definitely won't get the attack if you do poorly. The the Fomorian will, but that's fine. Acrobatics. I only rolled a two, so fourteen. Fourteen. Um, okay, so the Fomorian will uh, not get one, but the sand bat monster that they're riding is going to uh, okay. get get use its reaction to make an attack against you as you come jumping in at them. Okay. So, um, But go ahead and make your attack roll. First attack. Oh, it, uh, an 11. As you come leaping off the wall, the sand monster sort of elongates into this, uh, I'm imagining what, like the Nazgul ride, that weird bat thing. Just sort of tries to bite at you, and you go okay, flying past it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. It got kick off its face to finish the rest yeah. of my trajectory. So twenty four for the first hit hits. You're attacking the priest. The, am I correct? The priest. 
Okay. Yes. Good. I'm going to dump another key point to give this an extra D8. Okay. You want that bonus fall damage? Uh, yeah. Take it. Okay. Alright, so that's max damage. That's 12 points to you, but 12 points to it as well. So. Okay. Uh, 14, so with the fall damage, 26. Nice. Okay, so 26 total. He is uh, another solid hit, and the priest is out. Fancy priest okay. is out. Second attack. Uh, ooh, 13. I'm going to dump two key points just to make sure I hit this guy. Okay. Because uh, that two makes that 14 and 18 to hit. 18 does hit. One more to make this. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to make this a stunning strike. If these were the priests, you would have advantage on the attack as a fairy fire. That's true. Oh. Yep. Thank you for I rolled the exact same. I rolled another two. So. Thank you for the reminder, Talroth. That is another 14 points of slashing damage. That is enough or would be enough to drop him to zero. But he is going to um, channel unlife as a reaction. Uh, you watch him sort of <gasps> take this odd breath and the sand from the monster sort of lifts up and fills uh, his lungs. Um, he is going to, as a reaction, shift life from his mount uh, that is 6, 12, 20, 22 points off of the mount and into himself. You dealt 14 points of damage? I did, yeah. Okay, so got it. He he is, he took it all. Um, he just had to take, he got some points off of his... his... None of that bonus action to Flurry of Blows. Yeah, keep going. Uh, that is a 30. Absolutely it's yeah. And the second attack is 30. I rolled two 19s. So, eight points of damage. Okay. And 10. So, 18 total. 18 total. Ooh, he is. He's on. He's barely up. He's on two. Uh. Okay. That's my turn. (laughs) Okay. Nicely done. Nicely done. Um, After you guys were both on aces. Kings, we were, we were jacks. jacks. Ten, uh, I know treasures, so it's a right. Um, fable, fable, you're up. Let's do, let's try to down the guy who said taking one hit would do stuff to him. Okay. The priest, the central yeah. priest. Yeah. Okay. Especially because, as I've just realized, and I may about be about to be the kid who um, reminds the teacher that there's homework. Is she wearing those wrist braces? that they can just snuff her at any moment. Yes, she is. Then I'm going to target the priests who can make that happen. Okay. Before they do so. Um, I would like to firebolt the one priest. Please and thank you. Okay. That's a 14 to hit. Just hits. Thank God. Um, that's going to be... Hell yeah. I forgot to put up Mantle of Flames. So this is just base damage. 15 points of fire damage. More than enough. The right. the fancy Deathless Priest had two hit points left. He falls unconscious as he does. 
the sand monster drops out from underneath um, Saride and Grizz. You, you guys, it's not so far. You need to make an acrobatics check. You land safely. Um, the priest's body is still there, and um, you are up. You continue with your turn, Fable. Yes, and I will. There's, there's tattoos. Yeah, that is correct. Can I see? Can I? Have they all been in the same place? No, they have not. They're usually. And I'm under... going to trust the people who are in range because I'm 90 feet away. Yeah. Um, to see that and deal with that, and I would like to target another. Pre- yeah, my you're, bonus action you're like 70 feet from that one, but that's fine. Sure. Yes. Um, keep going. Either way, that's too far to see a tattoo. That is true. On uh, a dead body in the sand. Like, that's not Yeah. It's not what I want to waste my perception checks on. I'll fail. Um, so I'm going to uh, hit another one of the priests. Okay. While asking over my shoulder, is there a range on how, high, on how far away they can hit you with those braces? What? Um, oh, um... Mm. Uh, no. 24 to hit. Hits. Well, then, best hope we can kill these motherfuckers fast. Uh, and yes, that's please. going to be 11 fire damage to the next praise. All right, 11 fire damage. Sounds good. Okay. I believe it is bad guy time. On the bad guy's turn, uh, let's see. The Fomorian that is nearest there is now looking back and forth. He's going to finish his turn towards uh, Treasure. Um, he does. He can make it with the difficult terrain because any because of his his reach. Um, but he is going to evil eye you and great club you. So go ahead and give me a charisma saving throw, please. That is a fantastic moment for a nat 20. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, modify 20 to hit, I believe, does hit your armor class. And it is going to be uh, 26, 13 points of bludgeoning damage. I'm going to choose to use my reaction to unstable backlash. Okay. So that means I reroll what type of wild surge I got. Okay. I got eight. So we're going full on Iron Man. I don't know what that means. I'm excited. A bolt of light shoots from your chest another creature of your choice that you can see within 30 feet. They must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage and be blinded until the start of your next turn or until your rage ends. Very cool. You can use this effect again on each of your turns as a bonus action. Sounds good. Modify 24 so he does succeed. Okay, but now light. All over. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Flower is gone, but light. Sounds good. Uh, after the Fomorian, we have uh, two priests that are up. They're going to close in on Saride and on uh, Grizz, who are back there in the midst of them. Um, and each of you are getting a necrotic bolt and then a stab of the soul blade. The old shoot stab. 
So ride first. That is a necrotic bolt for a 23, a soul blade for a 15. Both hit. Both hit. And do damage at all at the same time. Natural 2, natural 3. I'm not even adding stuff up on that for Grizz. Um, so, Soul Blade, or Necrotic Bolt, is 13 plus 4, 17 points of damage. And... Oh. Uh, uh, 4 points of uh, damage from the soul blade, uh, but you are paralyzed until the start of the priest next turn. Oh. Okay. Um. Sounds good. After that, uh, the priest you guys just dropped raises back up with thirty hit points. And his sand monster comes with him. He is going to uh, try to double stab Soul Blade Grizz. Uh, natural 2 and a natural 10 plus 5 for a 17. Or fif- nope. 15. I know how to add. Okay. Neither of those work. And then Shadow Monster Bite Claw. Shadow monster by a claw. Natural 9, 16, and 26. 26 should hit. 6 hits. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be 15 points of slashing damage. Okay. That is it for the bad guys. Treasure. Uh, how's the Fomorian in front of me looking? Oh, he has only he hasn't been hit. He's only been hit once. So he's, okay. he's actually fine. So definitely going to go ahead and turn all of my anger onto him. Okay. And uh reckless attacks. Alright, let's do it. Let's get reckless. Well, well. So twenty not natural. Okay. That was the lower one. And uh, the lower one here was a 17. Both hit. But still hits. no natural 20s. Uh. Hey, it's still good. It's still going to hurt. Yeah. Okay, so six. So 17 damage on the first one. Okay. So it didn't roll particularly high that time. Let's hope the second one hits a little harder. Well, that's pretty good. 18 plus 11. 29. There we go. Okay. Sounds good. He is not quite bloodied. Uh, I believe that is it for the round new. Oh, I got my bonus action where I can still try to attack him again with yes. the. Yes. Constitution saving throw. Natural 15 plus 5 for a modified 20. Yeah, he'll be fine. It's just I'm going to take the Do where I can. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. New round. Bad guys are on a four. I think. 
treasures first. All right, treasure, go for it. I am going it. to. I'm going to continue beating on this Valorian. Yes. <laughs> uh, that one, the lower one, was a 17. Okay. But no crit. Okay. Come on, crit. Hooray, crit! I got one. House, <laughs> can you shall receive? <laughs> So let's do the damage of the non-crit first. Sounds good. Does this Fomorian even know what's happening to him? <laughs> not he, he does not. He's about to find out. This is a giant golden bedazzled slap chop right now that's happening. Uh, so that is 14 plus 11 for the non... Um, 25. The non-crit. Got it. Now I remember she crits and I think immolates. Yes, she does. Which is a fireball's worth of damage. Fire yeah, damage. sure is. Uh, so let's just do... Do you want me to roll double dice for this? It's your choice. Let's do double dice. Okay. That's why I have all these d12s over here. There you go. Don't forget your brutal critical. That would be another d12. When did it? Mm-hmm. Let me... I have one here. Where did it go? There it is. Okay. Did, so... Didn't I put like three extra d12s in your bag? Exactly. So 22, 24, 25. That's 35 just on the dice damage. Okay. And that doesn't include my immolate. Okay. So. Uh, there's. I'm going to roll my immolate just right there because I'm not going to fish out all those d6s. Sounds good. That's another 29 on the immolate. Okay. And have you added any of your modifier damage to it? Nope, not yet. That was all just. Uh... That's just the dice numbers. So he, yeah. so so that is, that is, uh, sixty four of his sixty five plus your modifier. So you you go ahead and yeah, we can just go ahead and say he catches flame on fire the Fomorian and falls, uh, to the ground, uh, absolutely done. Um, after. <laughs> I believe that's it for tre- or treasure. Who do you want to target with your chest beam? Uh, let's try and target one of the priests. That okay. does anybody look like they're being particularly annoying? Um, yeah, I got you. The weaker priest. Okay, so let's go for that one. Uh, natural three is going to fail. It is blinded. Go ahead and deal your radiant damage to it. It's just one d six, but hey, I'll take it. Yeah, that is three. Three. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I believe that's everything for treasure. <laughs> Who's up next? Grizz. All right. Um, the priest came up in front of us. Yes. Um, I'm going to continue wailing on him. Okay. I, I'm going to. Can I see the tattoo from where I'm at? Where he's right up in my grill? He is in your grill. The tattoo only glows when they're unconscious. Okay. It's a it's a it, it is immune to damage when they are awake. You can thank Van Richten right. for this. Okay. All right. First attack. Is thank the right word? Yeah. First first attack is a twenty five to hit. Definitely hits. That is twelve points of damage. Okay, nice. I gave him a second. Long that was me, not not sorry, go ahead. Second attack is a twenty two to hit. Definitely hits. 
it's 13. I'm going to bonus action flurry of blows. Okay. Attack is a 19 to hit. Okay. I'm going to your dump mo- an extra. Your modifier damage is enough to drop him. Okay. Perfect. So hit last attack then is going to be against the tattoo. Okay. A 30. Okay. Hit. Yeah. I'm going to dump a key point to make to give this an extra D8 of damage. Yes. This is when you need to get 15 points of damage. Okay. 2D8 plus 7. Well, two ones. So nine points of damage. Oh. Okay. You uh, you hit the tattoo, it bursts up, and the magical energy just sort of swirls for a moment. And as you pull back your uh, your axe, it back down onto him. Uh, for my movement, then, Grizz okay. is going to shift in front of the paralyzed Saride. Sur- okay. Just white blood from his face and just post up himself between her and all this other fucking nonsense. Okay. Sounds good. Um, after Grizz, who's up? That is going to be Fable. I wasn't right. sure. I was trying, about, trying to get back to the, the chat. Um, let's just keep dropping suckers, shall we? Targeting the priests, as always, because I need them to leave us the fuck alone. Bonus action, Mantle of Fucking Flame, I've remembered now. And since I cannot do the fancy cantrip things, I just use my bonus action, I'm going to cast a real spell like a grown-up. Okay. Um, I'm just saying, Firebolt at this level is more effective than Chromatic Orb at first. Mm-hmm. It, it's better. Yeah. It's a better. It's a better number. As, as sorcerers level up, you usually replace your lower level spells with um, with utility spells. So yeah, I'm gonna do that next time we level. I'm gonna shift some shit. Yeah. So you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. How how I would like to target the healthiest priest. Okay. And make this worth my while. Let's with do a it. Third level chromatic orb. Okay. Their their AC is fourteen, right? I've, yep. Okay, because 15 was what I rolled, just making sure. Nice. And, and you have advantage. advantage. Yes. Oh, and I have advantage. That's cool. Hold on. Good, really good call, Tauroth. Yeah, hold on. Oh, uh, Grizz, did you... Well, you hit everything. Did you roll okay. with advantage on, on your attacks? Uh, no, I did not. Just... Do you, do you want to see if that last one crit? It oh, did not. It wouldn't have been. <laughs> but, yeah. 14 fire damage. I rolled, like, all twos. Okay. 14 that points of fire damage. Awful. That was my third level spell. My cantrips have done better. Ah. Okay. I believe that's it for Fable. All right. Uh, who is next? Saride. Saride is paralyzed. Oh, me. Damn. Okay. How rough. Yeah, because everybody was above a four, correct? 
Yeah. So, okay, one Fomorian got killed. Uh, the other Fomorian just got turned into flaming goop. Yep. What's left alive? Uh, two priests. Well, uh, two priests and a uh, priest tattoo. And a shadow monster a tied to the priest tattoo. Well, the shadow monster is gone because that priest is unconscious. The shadow sand monster is only there when, when fancy priest is, is awake. Okay, and I don't get sneak attack against the tattoo if I attack it. I don't believe so. No. So we've done this, before, because we've, we've asked. Yeah. No, yeah, but the question I was going to ask was, would I still have advantage on the attack because of fairy fire? Yes, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, I'll try to... I might draw an attack of opportunity, but I'll try to rush in and just buzzsaw the blade, buzzsaw the double-bladed scimitar through the tattoo. All right. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. And it'll take the, yeah, the other priest will take the attack of opportunity. Um, Nah, 11. 11 is not going to hit. That was so close to a crit on two dice, but it's a 24 to hit the tattoo. Hits. AC of 15 on the tattoo. And not rolling my sneak attack, but the extra lightning damage and just the gathered swarm damage. Swarm it. Yep, 18 damage to the tattoo. There you go. That priest bursts into choking sand and is gone. Am I close enough to another one of the priests? Yeah, absolutely. This guy can sneak attack. Go for (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah. But this will be the offhand strike, so... Wait, why is that a plus nine? Oh, I forgot to update my sheet with the custom action. Okay, so that's going to be a 29 to hit. Yep. This one will get sneak attack. That's a grand total of 23 damage. Absolutely. Nicely done. Well past bloodied as you sink the back end of your double-bladed Simistar deep into the gullet of the priest. It uh, gathers its might and attempts to stab you with its soul blade twice. Because it is its turn now. Um, Natural 2 is going to miss an 18. Ah. It's like dodge the first one, second one, I just flick them off. You got shield. Yeah, both miss. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, Cast shield and you miss. Um, The other priest is going to... Back up, a provoke an attack of opportunity from Grizz and uh, Necrotic Bolt Grizz. And me. And you. I'm no longer paralyzed. That is correct. Yep. Fuck that guy. I think. And the attacks against him are with advantage. That is correct. 21. 21 hits. Or 14. 14 hits. I did 14 points of damage. Thank you, 14 points of damage. Five. Five points of damage. Nice. (laughs) 
Okay. You going for the old shoot and stab? Uh, pure shoot. You guys have thinned their numbers so much. He's he would only back away from you if he was gonna try to run away. Um, so uh, a seventeen against Grizz and an eight against Saride. He misses. Okay. Um. So that is it for the bad guys. New round. Bad guys are on a jack. Okay. I think Tauroth is up first on the queen. Oh, boy. All right, so the one who tried to get cute and take a stab at me, uh, yeah, I'm going to take a nice, just try to, try to decapitate him if I can. All right, go for it. I swear I'm going to get a crit with of an accuracy one of these days, but it's a 29 to hit. Absolutely. So that is, oh, that's a grand total of 41 damage. Nice. That's, yeah, he's out. He's on the ground. Um, Tattoo glowing. I don't know if my off, I don't know if my offhand can do enough damage, but I'll take that bonus action shot against it. I mean, if you want to follow up on the other one and leave that tattoo for somebody else, it's up to you. They're on a jack. Going after the other guy then. Okay. So, 20 to hit. Yep. And I know this does not get my sneak attack. Total of 8 damage. Okay. Every bit matters. Uh... After Tauroth on a queen. Who? Anybody have a jack? Fable's on a jack, I think, right? Yeah, Fable, what is your dex? It is... A... Plus two. You go. You're up. Yay! Um, I am just... There's one priest still standing and one unconscious. Correct. If you don't Fuck. destroy that tattoo, yeah, he's gonna wake up. I know. Up. Okay. I have to get. I have to get back in there, and I just look back at her. Stay. Um, and I'm gonna run. Um, okay. and get close enough to even just see where it is, possibly. Yeah. I'll let Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And I would like to firebolt. Okay. The first one. The the body. Okay. Go for it. Fuck me, really? An 11 to hit? Oh, advantage, 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 advantage. advantage. A 15! <laughs> Good. Better. Barely hits, yep. Yep, alright. Um. So that is... Uh, 20 points of fire damage for the first one. Okay. Is... is it? Does he need more? No, that is, that is enough to destroy that tattoo. Good. I would like to then aim the second one with bonus action at the other priest that is still standing. Okay. Go for it. 
It misses hard. Oh, we have advantage on all of them, not just the unconscious ones, right? Yep. It still misses harder. I miss both times. Fired, and I missed, and I missed. Missed both times. Only a 14. Okay. I've got a two and a one. Okay. Okay. I I can't do anything. Even I plus seven did not help me. Okay. Uh, um, Okay. Bad guys are up. The one priest that remains seeing what is going. Uh, I'm going to give him a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to give him a wisdom check. Um, let's see. So he's got a plus six on his wisdom saving throw. If he gets above a, let's see, 15 total, he'll, he'll pop the, the glyph. Explosive rune. So. Fuck. He's doing a what say type of save? Wisdom saving throw. This is me. This is a decision choice. Saving throw is seeing if he's, if he is wherewithal enough with his situation to do that, or if he's just going to panic run. Basically, and I try to make a intimidation check or anything to tr- distract him from potentially doing that. I know it's okay. not my turn. Uh, yeah, start yelling at him. Yeah, if you want to use your reaction. Yeah. Uh, is a natural 20 for okay. 22. I for, only have a plus two. I'm not charismatic for, for a 22. Okay. Then I will, then it'll, then it'll be against 22. Okay. Here we go. With the plus six needs a 16 or better. That is a natural 12. So he does not realize that that is something he can do. Uh, he is going to, he's continuing to run double barrel uh, necrotic bolts at Grizz. Natural 19, natural 20. That feels appropriate. Those bolt, those bolt hit. Yeah. Um, so the regular damage is 6, 12, plus 4, 16. And the critical damage is... Grizz is unconscious. Okay. So it'll be two failed death saves. Okay. Because he, he's not wait, he's You have scared him in such a panic that he just sort of is like, ah, 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 I'm just, just going to shoot at you a bunch. And okay. you, the first one hits you, you fall unconscious. The second one uh, hits you before you hit the ground. So, so you do fail two death saves. Um, you can't regain hit points until the start of the priest's next turn. That is the that is the issue with necrotic bolt. Um, so you are going to have to death save Al Natural. Uh, that is it for the priest. He runs thirty feet away. Who is up after the? Is jack. he running past me? Because I will absolutely grab him by the throat. <laughs> Uh, sure, treasure. Yeah, I mean, he's not—he's not running within five feet of you. There's an alley. He's—he's he, he's got a little room. He's gonna try to to wiggle past. Okay, no, I still have to. It has to be within five feet of me. Hold on. You blinded one of the priests, right? 
I did. This is the blind priest. So that was only the first hit. So you are unconscious. Let's see. With disadvantage, natural 19, natural 20. So the 19 hits. Let's see if he if the second one hit. Because again, he's just flailing at this point. Okay. Natural 19, natural 17. Plus 5. Yeah. Those are both. That'll okay. hit. So. Situation stands. But please yeah. continue. Who is up after Jack? I have a nine. Treasure. Okay, so I have just seen Grizz drop. Yep. But we're aware that there's nothing we can do to heal him right at this moment. Correct. You fought these pre these priests enough. You can't heal him. Um, so. Okay, so I'm just going to run down that priest at this point. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be a don't run. <laughs> don't run. There you go. And let's go for my two attacks. Uh, reckless. Uh, the lower one of that is a 16. That'll hit. But roll, no the, crit. roll the damage on that, because then you're attacking okay. the tattoo. I mean... Okay. You have to, like, nap uh, one all of your damage, not to drop it. That's going to be 14 plus 11 for that 25. Un- unconscious. And then the second hit will be that tattoo. Yep, AC of 15. Well, I rolled a 14 and a 14, so both 14s, and plus 12. (laughs) All hits, yep. And let's go for that damage on the tattoo. Okay. Uh, Max damage. (laughs) Crushed and out. Gone. You. Look at me. There you go. Thank you. It does work. Like, when I do it, the camera listens. I don't know why it keeps unfocusing, though. Um, it's the ghost. It's the camera ghost. All right. After Treasure, who's up? Grizz. All right. Need a death saving throw? D&D Beyond. We have had to do this for him too many times already. Fable used to have the... Oh, my God. Oh, no. I broke the world for you, Grizz. Are you goddamn kidding me? All right, it's my... a new page. There's the Stitch (sighs) death counter. She's made one for Grizz now. It's my turn now. Yes. I'm pulling out two copper pieces, placing them on his eyes. Okay. Crying. Okay. Producing salt, and I'm casting. I'm ritual casting gentle repose. Okay. So uh, we are out of combat anyway. You are able to to cast gentle repose because I don't have anything that can revive him at the moment. Okay. Because I'm out of slots, you little shit. Who times? Who times you owe me? Um, question. I have a quick question. Did yeah, I replace ahead. one of your slots yet today, Meg? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. We are going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll probably go until 1130 tonight because we got a little bit of a late start, if everybody is okay with that. Um, when we pick up, we will be in the winter court because I know that that was the goal for tonight. You guys will have, you have successfully saved Delia and Wixit. They will travel with you 
into the winter court and we will we will pick up there in uh in 11 minutes so we will see you guys back here at 10 30 but until then stay tuned Welcome back, everybody. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Megan, playing Sarai Landir, the Eldrin Knowledge Cleric. Hey. Don't commit to the bit, Andrew. Stop it. <laughs> I'm Andrew. I'm playing a corpse. <laughs> We're going to weekend at Bernie's you through the rest of this campaign. Just for our own, just weekend increase. Yeah, we it's gonna be a weekend increase. Sorry, the court, the corpse formerly known as Grizz, the Kensai, dwarven Kensai monk. I hate this. Uh, I am Pixie, the Ice Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer with a splash of Bard. Oh, that's me. Sorry, I was posting up a GIF. Um, hey, I'm Mars. I'm playing Tauroth Oakenblade, the easily distracted rogue. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. Sounds good. Um, this is Disasters in Danger. It is our D&D 5e high fantasy game. When last we left off, our heroes, the Archivists, deep within the Feywild, searching for answers against the Choking Sands, had uh, recently... Rescued. We're in the midst of rescuing a Aladrin by the name of Delia. In the process to uh, startle and scare one of the priests of Ankotep uh, out of triggering a an explosive glyph, Grizz uh, threatened it and, in a blind panic, was shot down the necrotic energies preventing it fr- preventing Grizz from being able to uh, be healed he passed into the next realm uh, Saride in the interim has cast gentle repose his body will be preserved in the state it was uh, for I think 24 hours um 10 days. Gentle repose is 10 days. 10 days. But what is that in the Feywild? I mean... I know, because we had to constantly keep casting it over and over on Willow. That is like, true. Yep. every 10 we, days, one of us had to go back but it's make sure that it's fa- it's was the, there. It's the Feywild. We got two hours tops. Let's, you know... Uh, yeah. What's time? You guys are able to uh, escape from the city of the Autumn Stars. Uh, carrying Grizz and reuniting Delia and the hungover now satyr uh, Wixit. The teleportation circle is uh, available and there. And Delia is capable of uh, casting teleportation circle. However, in light of recent events, if the party wishes to change course or direction or anything along those lines, 
I want to give you the opportunity to do that. Um, I don't want to assume to know what you're doing or, or not. So, what would you guys like to do? I don't see why the plan would have changed. Am I wrong? I don't know either. Um, but, you know, it's it's always the moments when I think I know that's what's happening as a DM that, that things stop uh, knowing what's happening. So uh, if, if I had literally just been like, you arrive in the city of the Winter Court, three of you would have been like, um, before we go, can... Yeah, no, that's fair. So, I, I no, think, <laughs> no offense to Why did anybody. you look at me when you said that? I'm a f- I looked at <laughs> all of you. The only thing I would have said oh, was, as long as we can get to a place where we can actually sleep some of this off. Yeah, absolutely. And then just start getting <laughs> unrotted. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, mm-hmm. as you travel... Delia will open the teleportation circle and press each of you uh, with using the the magic that is there. Camera, I'm going to kick you in the teeth, I swear. Um, If your camera has teeth, it might be a mimic, folks. Into um a very dark, very cold room. Stone in nature as you all manifest yourselves through the teleportation circle. You arrive chilled immediately to the bone. Grizz's body laid upon the stones is barely visible Uh, above the thick layer of white frost mist that uh, obscures most of the ground. And it falls like uh, a thicket of fog off of a, a, a cliff, a waterfall of it, all around the edges. This teleportation circle sits at the bottom of a very deep, pit about 20 feet in diameter about 30 feet deep you can see that there are uh, mechanisms and stones around the side to sort of raise this area as a um, as a pit elevator as you cast your eyes up and around uh, Delia calls out. It's Delia. We've returned. Um, we were able to have success. Please, then bring some some medics and water. And it's it's just a danger. Um, and you'll see you'll hear her recite in Sylvan for those of you that can understand. A, uh, a phrase of though the sun never rises in this cold place it remains our point of hope 
a code phrase, uh, as it were, against doppelgangers or any other such dangers. The stones begin to creak as the mechanisms begin to turn, the magic pulling the stones, raising the elevator slowly to the surface. As it does, the freezing fog remains down below. Everyone that is in the room is dressed in ice or crystalline finery that is designed for battle. Even those that are clearly more uh, mage-like or those that are uh, priests or spellcasters are adorned with um, collars and pauldrons and bracers that sport icy spikes, anything to keep physical distance from the rotting mummy sands. What was that? Delia. Oh. And who are these folk? Are they they were the ones that saved us. Uh, we were trapped there for a while. I don't know if any of the messages had made it to you. Only in fits and starts. Nothing that was, well, actionable, unfortunately. We understand. But these people tell me that they found success. That our efforts weren't in vain. Yeah. The Queen will want to speak with them immediately. <sighs> what of this one? We were hoping that uh, perhaps healers that were available. Uh, beyond healing, it looks like, but we can put them someplace safe and see what we can do in the meantime. Come. This way. The older Aladrin of the winter season. Hair, a thick white, eyebrows, dramatic, long and bushy. With what may be icicles or maybe um, the Aladrin version of stubble begins to lead you out of the teleportation room and across the court. The city of... Go ahead. Sarad's very... Because I'm assuming someone is taking Grizz. Yes, they brought over like a uh, Rary's telepathic disc that they're loading him onto. And they're going to take him someplace where the injured and dead are currently being kept. She, um, she doesn't say anything, but she, it takes her whew, it takes her a while to let go of his hand and let him take him. Mm. Um, and then she uh, kind of straightens up and uh, follows everybody. Treasure for how cold she is, because this is winter. 
she still takes off her cloak and puts it over Grizz. As your paths begin to divert, um, you all see Grizz led ever so slightly away to an area where the um, it is clearly a holy site, like it's it's clearly a um, a place of uh, of worship, and where. It's well-tread path at this point. Every dead that um, rots turns to the sand and ash. Um, this is their effort to prevent that. The rest of you are led along... what are mostly empty streets. The buildings here are tall, glorious. They are buildings that seem to mimic the winter spirit of ice and crystal. Igloos that are more perhaps Elsa's castle than, uh, than not. Every street is a display of finery. This is a place of uh, mourning, a place of sadness, as the Aladrin of winter are the most thoughtful and pensive. They are the perhaps most contemplative, but also perhaps the most treacherous. Not out of malice, perhaps like the summer, or out of neglect, like the fall, or out of just pure whimsy that comes from spring. Everything here is with a purpose. Blues, purples, pale pinks. The sky is illuminated by stars, but more northern lights miracle colors that cast their hue upon what is a brilliant canvas for those colors to dance you wind up the paths and see a view of the city that is one you had never expected to see the Tower of the Frozen Queens stretches high above the rest of the city, but the spires of all the rest of them are broken, shattered. They have been bombarded by stones and magic, by sandblasted, by grit carried on the wind. It is not the coldest place in the Feywild, by far. 
But if the city could burn, it probably would be. At the base of the tower, the doors are flung open. The crystal, the diamonds, the light-catching gemstones of sapphire and emerald that bedazzle each of your eyes is a hollow distraction between you and the winter court, the literal court that this kept. Six doors are swung open. And the ground guiding you glows with emerald and sapphire, with ermine, almost a silken red. The floor mirrors the colors of the sky. This way? Delia says, stepping forward. Wicks it hanging back. Anyone not going? Okay. You all walk down the lighted path and into a large queen's hall. You can see that there are three thrones that sit upon the dais at the far end. Behind them are stained glass windows, each depicting a feminine figure. The central, clearly adorned as a queen, the one to your left, House left, yeah. Um, that of a younger princess. The right, an older crow. You stand waiting. And as you do, you note that there are smaller chairs to the left and to the right. These break up the uh, frost, winter, and ice motif that has permeated the entirety of the place thus far. These are wooden brown and evergreen with perhaps little red flowers at the uh, handholds and tips of the chair of the thrones uprights. So, right, you recognize these as um, as the uh, the kings of the winter court are 
current king and king that was. Um, the There is no king that will be. Um, they are f exclusively from the... What did you say? Did you say why? Yeah, no, I... I keep going. I'm surprised there isn't... I'm, keep going. Um... Because well, you you would know this. Um, the the map that will be is uh, is made is maiden. Um, oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay. Unmarried. So. That, oh, okay. So Megan's trying to think which one is croaking. Um. Ooh. Yeah, I see what you're asking. So that Megan can sucker punch him. But also, wouldn't he? He wasn't. Yeah, he wouldn't. He might not be there. But we were, if all went as according to plan, he's dead. Yep. If all went like it was supposed to with raising the daughter to become the Mab, he's dead. And the other two are dead. And she is her own thing. So I'm not even sure he's here. I don't know. I didn't make that deal. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Y'all start getting into fake politics and my nose. I didn't, I didn't want people to assume that, like, people... You, you, you here and like expect to see him in every corner if he's not, but I'm not sure if he he hasn't showed up in any other strands. This is just me. Yeah, that's all. Um, I have a very limited uh, red string board. So you're good. Um, Soride of the uh, since you are of the fake court, I, I can also let you know. Um, and you may have informed others at this opportunity. It's, it's pretty fake politics 101, fake court 101. Um, the the seasonal courts uh, marry the uh, members from their opposing seasons. So the 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 winter kings are always of the summer court. Thus, their chairs are lively and green, and um, you know evergreen like winter fir tree. But they represent the life and color. And uh, the Christmas side of winter. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and and by opposition, the um, yeah for summer the queen's rule, and for for summer and winter the queen's rule, and for fall and spring it's the it's the king's. So, um, you're in there almost an hour waiting. It is a tedious, long hour. Um, and it's not until the doors begin to shut behind you that you even begin to wonder what is going on or happening. But before the final doors can shut, there is a, a trumpet blast that uh, rings out through the hall, through the castle. Um, you don't think it's quite loud enough to reach out to the rest of the city. And from one of the rear doors, flowing past a um, a cloak, a curtain wall, comes a gorgeous Aladrin of snow white skin, the roots of her hair are deep blue like the ocean at the farthest poles 
dances backward, slick but wavy, fuller of volume than you would expect, almost um, as though it were freezing and unfreezing, streaked with white and green. She is stately, about her shoulders, and the collar of her armor is a mink-like fur spotted with uh, blue leopard-like spots. The cape that flows behind her falls to her knees, and her breastplate is almost as dark as her hair inlaid with shimmering stars. Um, you all have experienced a variety of fancy metals in your adventures. This is adamantine, inlaid with mithril. She steps around the thrones over to um, the central throne, the largest throne. You recognize her now standing in front of her own uh, stained glass mural. It's, it's kind of easy to tell which one she is. Uh, this is this is Mab, Queen of the Winter Court. Um, Thread bows. As does Delia. Um, as does Wixit. Uh, He'll kind of look behind her and do like the, come on, everybody, we need to bow. Unnecessary fables already bowing. She, she, she's smart. I know who I'm looking at. (laughs) Treasure takes the notice and and does her best, but she's still big. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just... Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, okay. Lady. Tauroth eventually taking the, um, take, does he eventually take the hit? It, it, hint, it is up to you. He doesn't have to. Yeah, he doesn't, like, full out kneel, just like, oh, showing respect, okay, just bow a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he has no idea who this is. He's just like, okay, uh, oh. That I is- mean... So Ride would have told you guys while we were walking. And yeah, that's our like we're that, going into a court. I feel like Talroth can probably figure out that this is a courtly figure. We've been waiting for an hour. So Ride yeah. is she's when pointed they, to the mirror, like she's she's talked about what all this is was now be nonsense is because it's a weird concept that doesn't exist on prime material um, or anywhere else in the fake courts and. When she comes in, you know, you need to bow. Don't ever turn your back to her. When she leaves, you take, it's like meeting the queen. You take two steps back and then you can leave. Um, well, I rolled a 17 on an intelligence check, so he got most of it. There you go. Yeah. Delia is there to assist um, in, in the efforts. And what you notice, um, you guys are, are a fairly observant group. Um, Mab is not terribly caring about uh, precedent in the moment. The general that comes in with her is, um, and and you, 
anybody that knows, he, he's he's got like sort of this. So everything they do is very ice based, um, and those that don't bow naturally just sort of crumple into frozen. Uh, like, oh god, that's really cold, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bend over in a moment. Um, but that that's not necessary for anybody. Also, that uh, doesn't hasn't been through a fake court with Cody. The winter court is uh, mirrored after is ruled over by three uh, women. They're all named Mab. Um, the Mab that is, was, and will be. Um, so the previous queen, uh, when the oldest Mab uh, dies, we just sort of move up the chain, right? It is because the Winter Court is the most contemplative and also the historians. It is when they uh, remember the past that has come and plan for the future. Is largely who and what they are. Right. Um, Mab walks past her throne and is immediately traveling down the steps uh, to Delia. Um, And... Rise, friend. Up you come. There you are. Apologies, I had traveled from the front. It was a uh, difficult, difficult to escape. Show me what it is that you've brought for us. I'm so sorry, my queen. Uh, unfortunately, that gift is not mine uh, to offer, but my my ally and friend Wixit had uh, made some uh, some wonderful friends of his own, and they had succeeded where the entirety of our expedition had, had failed. That is unfortunate. But I am glad to hear that we have... Hmm. And she'll look over all of you. Unique allies. Do I know you? And she'll she'll stop. Uh, she... Uh, looks over Saride. You look familiar. My mother was Riku of House Landaris, Your Grace. Ah. I had the pleasure of knowing her. And your father, then? At least in passing. Yes. Um. Is what has been reported to me true? Have you found... The cure for our curse. And ours as well, Mom. Yes, we have. Well, then. There may yet be hope in the scars. May I see the badges? No. And why not? Because we have things still to discuss. Well, then let us discuss them quickly. A friend of ours lies dead in your care, and I would require assurance that everything shall be done to bring him back to us, should the gods permit it. friend of many lie dead but I understand the importance 
You have my... Word. You have my assurance. You have my word. If magic or action might return him to life, it will be taken. When we were procuring these bandages, uh, the creature who gave them to us hinted that you might have some information as to were the hearts of these interlopers might be found? I don't. But the other mob that was does. And I'd like to save her because my time upon this crystalline throne is not yet over. I'm a queen for war. I would not want to be a crone for one. My predecessor lies cursed. Her body, mostly ash. So if you might help me in preserving her life and my station, then yes, we'll find everything necessary to destroy these apparitions of our past. Of course. Please forgive my uh, rudeness, Mum. We've come a long way to help. I don't care for rudeness. You're fine. I care for results. Speak plainly. Is there more you require in this moment before I... No. Then please. She holds out her hand. We'll give her the bandage. She um she takes them, holds them, wraps them, uh, makes sure that they are wrapped up tightly. Delia, go with Axion. You want you know more of these bondages than any others. See to the mob that was. I'm am. Axion. We see to win this war. I'm am. Maintain my throne. I'm am. Uh, sorry to interject here for a second. Uh, a couple of us, we might kind of also need those bandages to be, be unrotted also. There are a great many soldiers that require the bandages. I assure you, you are at the front of that list. After the map that was. But I appreciate your concern. Go, go, Axion. Let me speak with our friends. The General and Delia um, both very rapidly sort of twist their way out. Uh, and Wixit kind of um, if you don't mind, I think I might be more help with Delia. Of course, go. All right, yeah. His his little hooves kind of clipping along the 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 castle, the sands. Oh, you are now mostly alone with her. Um, she does have two 
bodyguards. They are elementals, elemental myrmidons of ice uh, that stand at her flanks up on the on the uh, dais of the thrones to which she walks she turns from you and walks back up and she sits on the throne not like a queen but very much like someone who is exhausted apologies Axion is insistent I not uh, show myself to be so mortal. I keep reminding him I learned the value of mortality in my youth. You are without a doubt. Vincent. Our scouts tell us of encroaching ziggurats, but more unsettling. As a living monster that walks with them, gathering sand. A tyrant, a titan, a creature of Ash, the size of a tower. The bandages are a good start. They'll help us heal many soldiers. But it's a process. Even still, each and every one of them I don't know is enough. Once the mob has her voice back. We'll ask after these hearts. What is the world like? Beyond these walls. Do you want the honest answer or the, the polite answer? Well, the honest answer. And that answer would be, what world? That's almost all sand. I do believe you are the last car left step. Aye. Everything else out there is gone. Aye. As I had been told previously, but you can't blame a romantic for hoping that there might be something else. Well, if it's uh, any consolation, I'm going to pull out my uh, my tanker of plenty. Still got a bit of a drink if you want something. Appreciate it. Not now, though. Save my drinks for victory. And now the question, I guess, is what can we do to help? A lot. A lot. But you've succeeded where many of my agents have failed. City of the Autumn Stars was a 
proven to be a deadly place. Delia and her expedition, 20 plus strong. They return with two. They only return because of you, as far as I can tell. The books I have are limited. It's the nature of the mobs. We focus on the present. Will be focuses on making a brighter future. It's the mob that was that remembers all of our horrors, our victories, and our mistakes. In a generation, a generation shouldn't go through three mobs. I just took two for me to get here. Still. The old battle say something. Beyond that, I'd welcome any help on the front. We prepare for siege. Creating a, a no man's land. Crevices. Empty chasms to the underdark. Trenches deeper than giants might stand. Force them to fill the sand, fill that with sand and death. It's the only thing that slowed them thus far. If you know magic and you can heal, many in the city suffer. These bandages will be equipped to every spellcaster capable of removing a curse. I set up hospitality lines, Hospi hospitaler lines. Hospitality. I wish I had some. <laughs> More bodies to fight. But in the end, it's not going to matter if we can't bring death to the dead. Apologies. I tend to speak in speeches. I was <laughs> never meant to be a warrior queen. I was raised to be a politician infrastructure and diplomacy other things nah. we're never defined by what we're raised to be are we defined by what life makes us apologies apologies um what can i do for you i think is the better question i understand you require your curses removed your friend resurrected. At the very least, that is something we can begin on immediately. If there is anything you require before that, tell me now. Otherwise, let's begin the walk. It's good for the subjects to see me. More importantly, me being active. Um... Anything at all. And probably a place to sleep and some food. Done. Megan had something. Sorry, you were muted. Oh, 
It's like, okay. I, I don't, other than like, uh, I don't think we had anything else to ask of her. Am I wrong? That's fine. And, and no, this is me trying to remember. Yeah, that's, I, it's fine. It's not a one time. I'm just. No, it's only this, Cody. This is, it. This is the quest line closes if we don't say the right thing. That's how. Ah! Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the red dialogue you have to choose. Yeah. If, if, ah. she, if she were a normal map, perhaps, but she was raised elsewhere. So. To get the correct dialogue option, Alt F4. Yeah, there you go. Um, right, this way. She leads you all out of the castle, bits of ice and magic forming at her heels, a sort of ice and sled that she controls, a roving platform. You can tell it is an effort for her, and a time and place that nothing should be an effort for her. But she uses the display as a reminder to her subjects, not only of her presence, but continued strength. As you all ride this crystalline ice sled back down the hill, away from the tower, to the barracks, to the sanctified temple where Grizz had been taken to. A small white snowbird comes to whisper in her ear before she tweets back at it and it flutters off. As you dismount the um, sled. She sweeps her cape back with a flutter and leads you all into the temple. As you go, there is bows and whispers, praises and curses upon the enemy. She never twists her head or casts an eye. She remains focused. Leads you into the temple. The temple is one to the elder elven gods whom the Eladrin once walked among before they chose to take up residence here in the Feywild, before the wild magics had gathered about them enough. And someday, they may return there. I've made arrangements for your friend to be prepared. Right this way. You are led into a chamber that is alight with icy blue fire, colder than any blue flame has ever been. 
at its base, it is black. And again, frozen. Upon the wooden milk-white slab, there is um, apologies. It's like an ice wood grown into a table. And from here, you see Grizz laid onto it. Um, okay, D&D Beyond, you are fucking hard with me. Don't do that. Don't, nobody wants that. Why are you doing that? Okay, whatever. We're going to do this the other way. Um, apologies, apologies, apologies. There we go. Grizz has uh, been dressed in ceremonial clothes. Um, not dwarven in size or shape, but looks as though that they have been uh, cut to fit him, or at least make make him somewhat comfortable. Um, I would like... How many of you are there? Each of um, you are there. Uh, as is Chris. I'll apologize. I apologize. The strength of my magic is not exactly what it once was. And while it may reach him wherever he is, I don't know him. And so. It lies to you to reach out to him or apply upon the strength of your connection to preserve the magic. I am going to um, here is the deal. You all as you attempt to call Grizz back from his afterlife I am going to ask you to roll a d4 um, depending on how you do I may give you bonus d4s uh, basically we're going to add those up and see what level spell Mav is able to channel from your connection Because there are resurrection spells up to ninth, seventh is resurrection. I mean, really, you just need like a raised dead at or a a third level. Like you don't need a lot, but there are. It's harder to wake up with some of the weaker ones. So if you guys do well, there are benefits. You're almost guaranteed. Um, don't roll it just yet. I want to see you talking to Grizz to see if Apologies. you get bonus dice. 
Sorry. No, it's okay. It's just me kind of trying to add some dice rolling fun into it. Um, who would like? Who would like to begin? I will. Since I was already rolling stuff. <laughs> All right. She goes up, um, sort of kneels next to the panel. And uh, of habit from soothing injuries group. I think I've also, I think I've actually done it for him. For icy cold fingers just run, running along his forehead. Um, she leans down. You know, it's my idea to go and save her instead of just coming straight here, sort of. But I heard a lot of voices when I was wearing that thing. Different versions of myself who maybe made different choices. And I know it's got to be comfortable for you to stay there on that side of things, not having to make these decisions anymore. But I think this version of you still needs to be here. We still need this version of you. No matter what the other ones are doing. No matter how many of them end up where you are right now and decide to stay. Please be one of the ones who decides to come back and fight. It's very hard to be one of the ones who doesn't. If you do decide to stay there, thank you for being my friend. And for protecting us. Make a persuasion check. Natural 20 for a 25. Okay. It's on the D&D Beyond. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll 2d4. Okay. Just one. So, a total of three, which is what I rolled on the first d4 by itself. That's fine. Didn't matter. Yeah. Well said. Who's next? I guess I can go. Uh, I've never been really good at these things. It's one of those things of... I mean, what do I say? Do I threaten to steal your kitchen? Do I threaten to be the one that cooks from now on? What do I tell Benedict and Screebers when we finally get back? Putting us in an awful hard position, sir. <laughs> but at the same time, I get it. World's full of tough decisions. Right now... 
be awfully rough if we didn't have you here to help us make them. I get why you wouldn't want to. I mean, look at this place. But I like to think that for the way things are going, we've got a little more hope now thanks to you. And it would be awfully shitty to lose you right now. Plus, I promise to start cooking breakfast from now on if you don't come back. All right. Make a persuasion or intimidation check. I'll leave it up to you. I don't know, Grizz. What's scarier or more persuasive there? <laughs> he can't tell you. Talking- yeah. I'll make the intimidation check. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, because I've had choices <laughs> cooking before. <laughs> it's not great. It's an 11. All right, roll me 1d4. Oh, not too shabby. Three. Cool. Who's next? Um, he goes and sits crisscross applesauce and holds his hand and um, he'll talk to him in Dorvish um, for the first thing I can't believe you're making me do this twice You know, I didn't know you very long the first time we had this conversation. And I'm not entirely sure why I did it, you know? It's like when I saw Thosin the first time, I just knew. I knew that parts of me had been missing and there it was. And I've had friends before and I've had lovers before and people that I care about. But I've never had anyone like him. But I've never had anyone like you. I love you so much. Irritating, quiet little man. And I'm so proud of you. Of everything that you've done. All the things that you've learned. And the fact that you kept going after the mountains in the first place. And I want nothing more than for you to be back here. I don't want to walk out of here without you by my side. But it would be selfish of me to demand you come back just for me. 
or all of us. I, I love you too much to do that, so... You need to rest. Darling, you deserved it. If you see fit to come back, I can't promise that this won't happen a third time. I promise you. You're always going to be with me one way or another. Whether you like it or not, because you still owe me 60. And she'll kiss his cheek. Make a persuasion check. Alright. Tara? What'd you get? 20! Roll 2d4. 27. 2D. 2d4. <laughs> 5 total. Alright. All right, so I'll, I'll take the tankard out. Just kind of speak the command word and just start filling it up. Mm-hmm. Take a couple sips. Kind of dip my fingers in and just kind of pour a little bit onto his lips. It's like, it's like, well, I ain't sure what to tell you about, about all this, Grizz, but <sighs> damn, yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna try to talk you into coming back or talking to staying. I mean. Words are bullshit hard as it is anyway. So how about we just kind of... Uh, I can at least t- tell a decent story. I mean, hell, maybe some of the chats I was having with Benedict when you weren't around. And that badger? Oh, he is a... He's a bastard, but he's a good bastard. You raised him well. And if and I remember right... We made a promise that if you did die and he wasn't around, that somehow we got a piece of you back to him. So I don't know if you want me to keep that promise or not. I mean, you already lost your hair. I don't know if I don't, I don't know about fingers or toes or what Benedict's preference is. I mean, yeah, I know we talked before about your family and all that and everything with the shit that happened in the mountains and that squid-faced bastards. Yeah, but just, you still got us out here. Still got Ben, and if we got to go back for at some point, just... Still got a lot to do here. You got, what, like a good three, four hundred years left on you? Well, assuming we don't run into a wall, or another mummy, or... Uh, I really hate mummies. Just damn... 
and I'll just ramble on and just start bringing up old stories and All just right. talk to him make or talk a, at him. Make a persuasion or performance check. Huh, I was hoping for history, but... Uh, <laughs> okay, sure. I'll, I'll give you history. Go for it. 25. Okay. Sure. Roll 2d4. Seven. Okay. The magic reaches out. And with every word each of you has spoken, that living icewood table has become a little, little brighter, a little brighter serving as a beacon to the soul beyond. Grizz, you hear the calls of your friends and allies as they reach you. What would you like to do? Where it's been about it, it's been like almost a full day, right? Like it's. Oh, I'm gonna say like eight hours, maybe. Okay. So. I think Grizz has been sitting with Ladric, his husband, mm-hmm. and just talking and telling him stories of the archivists and mm-hmm. things that he's done. And as these voices kind of. He looks to that same kind of shimmering portal that he had seen before. Mm-hmm. Again, it's so tired, Ladrig. I know, darling. For so long, out of necessity, they all have such lofty goals, heroic ideals. The closest I've gotten to mine was a meat cart in Thrakonopolis. I mean, but it was, it was a good one. that opened a meat cart in a city of dragons. Pretty sure I'm the only dwarf in the history of the ages that could have said that. Pretty sure you are. Hey. I'm scared too. We've run into things that have changed me so much already. And if I come if I go back, when I eventually pass again, be it bad luck or old age, I might not be a man you recognize. And we've been fighting things that 
I'm pretty sure sundry or so. And one bad turn means they wouldn't come back at all. Grizz knows what he's doing. Grizz is resolved. Andrew does not know. Andrew is torn in two right now. So Andrew is going to roll a dice. <laughs> we did not make this easy for you either. Okay. Just think, <laughs> what would Benedict do? Eat everything. Uh, Benedict and I have had this conversation in the cycle of life and death. Okay. <laughs> Benedict. Benedict understands nature. He'd be less broken up than, than we are at present, I feel like. That was before he was awakened. That's fair. Okay. Now he understands existential dread. Ah, the curse of knowledge. It's, not, it's not fair to insult Monty like that. <laughs> Larek, as much as they say they need me and what I've done, I need you more. Why? Well, more I didn't be praised. I wouldn't wish I think I think I'll build a tavern so that when they finally pass I've got a hearth waiting for them That sounds very special and I'd love to help I think I'll call it the rest of the archivists your friends they came all this way to help you let's make sure that you don't send them home empty handed right um, didn't realize that was a two way path well probably not for most What is there to be said? For the dwarf that opened the meat cart in the Dragon City. Even. Even heroes. 
get a little bit of a favor. I will let you, Andrew, pick a boon from the DMG under Epic Boons in the end of the rewards chapter. Um, you can bestow it on one archivist if you would like. You do not have to. Or, I'll tell you what. Let's do it this way. I'll let you give... You had the Gourmand feat? Uh-huh. I will let you gift that bit of cooking inspiration to one of the archivists. Okay. I think if Treasure's going to be the one cooking breakfast... Okay. He heard that and said, fucking bet. All right. Like... <laughs> That was a threat, sir! It was supposed to be a threat! <laughs> With that, back in the prime material, um, back in the Feywild, excuse me. Okay. You watch as frost creeps over Grizz's body. And he turns to ice. An ice that matches the frostwood table. And then it shatters in an explosive spray of fresh water and frost. As the thick white smoke clears, There is no Grizz. I am so sorry, my friends. I think... I think your ally has found his peace. I'd not try any harder, lest I return him as some undead apparition. And we have enough undead, as it were. Narvi slinks into the shadows in the background. <laughs> I'm going to drain half the mug and then just pass the other half to the Mab. Starad's going to... Just, she just passes it along for, for victory, <laughs> right? Like, I've, right. I've said this. I don't, I'm not changing my mind. <laughs> for victory. That's, that's the only time I'm drinking. Starad's going to stand up and, and sort of, like, smooth smoother stuff and um, pull out the note that she found in his pocket okay um, and read it uh, sorry I found I found this on him uh, I think well, I know it's it's for all of us um, well shit 
It feels silly to write this, but I hate the idea that I might pass without telling you all how much my time as an archivist has meant to me. When we met, I was nothing more than a broken soldier with a forgotten dream. I told you once that I was never cut out to be a hero, and you gave me the chance to be one. I've always dreamed of being able to cook out of something that was my own, and thanks to you, I finally was able to, if only briefly. I'd lost my only family, and you all became that to me. You gave me purpose and hope when I was at my lowest, and I wish with everything that I am to have earned that which you gave me. Eat well, <laughs> Aldrin Grizz Stone Shaper. She'll just look up. I will never, ever, for the life of me, understand how you got Grace out of Aldrin. Well, with that said, the map leaves you. You all are able to rest to mourn, to recover. Tomorrow, your hunt for the heart of Ankhotep begins. And that is where we are going to end our adventure for this evening. Andrew, I am hoping, will re-roll a new character. Um... Congratulations! You are you are the first uh, full um, casualty of of campaign two. Also, the first person who's ever chosen to stay dead. If we, it's true. Ever in yeah. any of our campaigns, because please just finish the not, She's so do not mad. do not tear out the page. Please. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, Kaz, it was a moment in time. It was so good. You did so good. Um, you all do notice that uh, Arbiter and Backtalker are gone, shattered in the ice and snow, drifting about the plains. Back they go, seeking their their own results. Um, yeah, you're lucky I didn't make them. They they could have just been like, nah, come on, <laughs> come. Here you go. <laughs> but it was a yeah. wonderful moment. So um, thank you guys so, so much for hanging out. Thank you for viewing. Thank you for the raid right there at the end. King Hi, Cole. Cole. Hi, Cole. <gasps> we do love and miss you very much. Um, you are fantastic. You, you dropped in at a wonderfully dramatic moment. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you to everybody. We are going to say goodnight. Uh, setting up raid. Setting raid. up raid. Right. Because uh, I, I forget that all the time. I know. Are you doing it? Am I doing it? No, I, I can't do it. You I can't have to do tell it. you to do it. You have to tell me to do it. Oh, yes. no. Oh, no. Yes. The responsibility like is terrible. If, I'd like to think that if um, Retort and, Black, and Backtalker got a chance to do the little speeches, it would just be both of them calling him a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Get up, you yeah, little bitch. Perhaps. Come on, let's go. <laughs> just that, that, that would have been Backtalker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't uh. that. Um, so a few less talking weapons, one less dwarf. Uh, with that, we are going to say 
good night. Thank you guys so, so much for hanging out. We will see you all next time. But until then, be cool as we are setting up the raid. It's got a three-second timer left. We push the raid now button.